What's up, everybody? Welcome to the TGF Podcast. I am your host, Ryan. I'm here with Killagreg17, one of my co-hosts. Welcome. Hello. And Megastar Mark. How are you, sir? I'm doing great, Ryan. How are you? You ready to talk about some reboots today? I am ready. Reboots? I am so excited to do this one. I got it. I've been fired up for this. Last time on the show, we did Christmas, the Christmas episodes again mm-hmm. for part two. So how are your Christmases? Did you get any coal? Did you get any good presents? Very calm, very quiet, which is what I like at this point when I'm a 38-year-old man with a kid. Yes. So it was absolutely perfect. Um, I got Bible adventures. No, no, I got Bible buffet on the NES for my collection. Ooh. Oh, I don't know if I have that one. Harder one to find. Yeah, Nicole Ooh. did a good job with that one. So that's, a good uh, that's, one. that's yeah. got a prominent space right above Action 52 for like my jewels of the collection. So wow. Yeah, yeah it was fun. It was a good time. How complete are you on this collection? I'm very curious. I am 83 short, and that includes licensed and unlicensed. So nice. Um, yeah. Over Very cool. 700 at this point. So, wow. Yep. I'll I, um, you one night. I will bring, I'll bring the camera upstairs. We'll take a little field trip. Oh, that'll, that'll be show fun. All of our viewers. Yeah. The, the, I love that. Yeah. I got a new puppy. Ooh. What? I broke in and took that one from that lady that she wouldn't get. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, yes. I peaches? got a new puppy. You got peaches? Yeah. Peaches. yeah. <laughs> sprinkles? <laughs> <laughs> peaches. Sparkles? What was it? Sprinkles or sparkles? You don't. You uh, don't. Sparkles. Does sparkles. this dog lick you in the face? Because yeah, <laughs> yeah. Now it has worms, so that's fun. Mm. Uh, that's no kind of normal though. Like for a new yeah, dog, I, we, had, we had that with yeah. yeah it's gross. Yeah, she's a monster, and yeah. she's going to be so much bigger than they told us. Really? They were like, oh, you know, she's going to be like. She, they said they said it was a feist. And we looked it up and feist are like between 15 and 30 pounds. And we're like, 30 ah, is a little more than we're looking for. But, you know, we can handle it. <laughs> she's four weeks old. Yeah. Or she's four months old. She is 15 pounds. Which wow. projects out to be almost 55. Woo. Big dog. Big monster dog. How was, how was Cash dealing? He's fine. Okay. <laughs> he's not thrilled. The, mm-hmm. So here's the thing. He's actually pretty okay with it. Um, okay. But she doesn't stop ever oh, okay yeah so yeah, like yeah. when he's done she doesn't recognize that he's done right and then it goes like a little too far but like he'll initiate he'll like instigate some play good but but if mm-hmm. I, in the end she's gonna be like eight caches so <laughs> what's her name down. what's her name checkers checkers good name yeah cool. I got very cash nice checks. yeah oh keep getting them checks <laughs> keep getting them checks love it my favorite thing to do yeah <laughs> but it was bully sean <laughs> that's a little name on a doggy birth certificate. Yeah. Bully Sean. Bully Sean Biantini. That's a long. Yeah. That's long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Wow. And then that's yes, quite and a then Mark got me the all-time best Christmas. Oh movie. yes, yes. Uh, borderline legitimate. And I've well, got some good Christmas so good. presents. He got me an autographed, graded. <laughs> Mark Lynn Baker autograph card. What? Yes. Are you I serious? wish I had it here, but I'm in the wrong yes. office. That yes, indeed. I also yeah. got you a, a signed. It was it. It was a picture of the NWO. Okay, for those of you who don't aren't interested, wrestling, interested in wrestling. wrestling, the wrestling thing. It had like who was it? Scott Hall was in the picture. It, yeah, it was the big three. It was Hogan, yeah. Nash, and Hall. Right. Okay. And also Virgil. Virgil, right? <laughs> Guess what the signature is. <laughs> Guess what the only autograph is on it? Virgil. Only Virgil? Virgil? Yeah. That's incredible. 
And it's not- I had to explain why that was funny to one of my employees. I was like, no, you don't understand. The fact that the only Virgil is Virgil is funny. That's hilarious. I was very like, happy with that. This could have been worth something. Yeah. Now it's not. Wow. <laughs> no, in fact, no. I was I was so we talked about this off the air but I this was the first Christmas present I found and I was so I saw the the well I saw we'll we'll talk about that in a second but I I saw the card second I'm like well shit I already committed to one I have to go with this card because if anybody in the world if this was this eBay listing was put up for anybody it's great Mm. like there's Mm. no way this is designed for anybody it's a graded card it's signed by Mark Lynn Baker fantastic so not even about like, I feel like most people are going for that hot Falky action. Right. right. You're me. more of a Larry. You're, we've always talked about this. You're more of a I Larry. I got that, like, the next day. Like, somebody was just so anxious to finally yeah. move it. <laughs> they drove it themselves <laughs> overnight. It's probably oh Mark Lynn Baker. Yeah. It might have been Mark. <laughs> From the private collection up. Right. <laughs> got this graded 20 years ago. He's a savvy collector, Mark yeah. Lynn. Man, alive. Oh, God. Wow. Every now and then, I, I, I don't know how much I've gone into this, and I won't go into too much, but a friend of ours' father is a celebrity. Uh, mm. And every now and then, he likes to buy, like, cards of his off of eBay and give it <laughs> right. to him. Be like, hey, Dad, this cost me a dime. <laughs> <laughs> this is how much you're worth in public. <laughs> oh, my God. He's like, hey, I got the bobblehead of you. 25 cents with shipping. <laughs> Wow. Free. <laughs> Bits on your dad. Some garage sale. That's a, I mean, that's a good bit. If I, yeah, my dad was famous, I'd do it too. Bit. Very a great bit. You got to respect the game right there. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Marklin Baker, first of all, they made a card for Perfect Strangers. That's that's crazy. Second well, that's of all. The, you know, viewers at home won't see this, but here's the other present Mark got us. If, I don't know oh. if this ever winds up on YouTube. Yeah, we might put it on there. Yeah, but this so. is an entire sealed box of collectible tgif trading cards so awesome. look at this cool dude michelle riding that sweet tricycle oh, this is perfect. awesome I, I i don't does she wear a leather jacket she must be the lighting's too dark in here. it's okay. very important that you have perfect strangers on the yes. front too right yes keep it so sealed the inter- it's on the side it literally just says perfect strangers full house and family matters right is there well, anything else in there i don't because think so i don't who think else we're would gonna be- get a vanessa in here <laughs> what else would there be uh, during that time frame? There's no other shows that were hitting it. So they hit the right. big three. I love that though. That was, that was so fantastic. It's, and it's, it's like, it's a very like distinct time, Like you know, almost pinpoint the year because like perfect strangers are still on Urkel's there. So it wasn't first season family matters. Right. It was second right. season family matters where he got famous. And then Michelle is like kind of a toddler, but not a baby. So like, it's right. a very specific year that right. it's kind of like 89. Exactly. The golden, yeah. the golden era. Right. Right. Uh, it says 91. Yeah, that makes that sense. That seems like a lie. This might have been a little outdated. It also says 25 cent suggested retail. <laughs> I feel like you're really. Is that per really pack? Though? That might market. be per pack. No, for sure. But mm-hmm. even that, there's 36 packs. That means if you buy this, it's worth math $6. <laughs> suggested retail on this entire box was $6 in 1991. When I saw it, I, all I could think of was like when you used to put like a quarter in those little vending machines and it would mm-hmm. pop out like a sticker. I figured like that's what you would get. Is the oh, maybe. Oh, these are stickers? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, stickers? oh, man. I'm going to create an employee of the month just to give them all a Urkel sticker. <laughs> <laughs> and Congratulations. My employee gets a Kimmy Gibbler. Congrats. Or a baby in a box. Yeah. Oh, baby in a box sticker. Woo. So Christmases were good. 
Unfortunately, we lost Bob Saget in the last week, I oh, think. Right. Man, what a right. sad of recording. What a sad thing. Yep. That is sad. Of all the ones to lose. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like my third saddest. On <laughs> <laughs> Full House, would it be would it be Stamos first for you? Uh for me on Full House, yeah. yeah. Stamos, yeah. right? Maybe. Yeah. I like Although Bob. I better. Bob's funny. Bob though. Saget as an adult. So maybe he is the most. He is the saddest. Yeah. Bob is tremendous. I mean, the like, one really, I it would was, least wish to be dead. I was legitimately <laughs> sad by this. I really was. It was just like, it's such, such a sudden thing. I yes. guess they found out later it was, it was a stroke or something like that in, in his sleep, which I guess we yeah. could all be grateful one day. That he died in go. fucking Jacksonville, didn't he? Just uh, like a hotel in Jacksonville. No, it was Orlando. O-Town. Yeah. O-Town. Oh, O-Town. Uh-oh, sweet Lou's out. Turned into a 21. What did you say? 21 hot boy blimp salute. Hot boy blimp salute. Hot boy. He has cannons on the blimp that shoots hot boys. Actual boys. Right through Bob Saget's window. (laughs) Anyone would appreciate these jokes, Bob Saget would. Oh, he definitely would. It is sad. Uh, It is. It's legitimately very sad. He was so. This show is horrible. Full House is horrible. And it. Yeah, we don't like the show. The time that we do see him, like in that Disney episode, he was not the reason Full House sucked. Never, never, never. Great in that role as Danny. Yeah. Um. So it blows. It just actually like a year ago we did the pilots and we saw the the pilot yeah. of Full House without Bob Saget and how horrible, how so much worse it was. Oh my god! Without yeah, go back Bob and listen Saget. to it if you haven't heard that episode yeah, because it was like it a is, year ago. Yeah, shockingly, like as, as, so as much bad worse. as Full House is, it wouldn't have even got off the ground without Bob Saget. So. Yeah, he um, makes sad. the show so much yep. better. Yep. Even though the show's not great, he and he's had some bad, like the Vicky age thing. We've had some bad storylines with. Uh, but that's Dan not his Dan. fault. He but that's not the lines. Fault. That's right. not his fault. So he makes it work. Rest in peace to Bob Saget. Man, what a what a bummer. All right, reboots. I've been kicking this around for a while because we knew we were doing reboots. What in your mind me makes a good reboot? What is it? What does it need to do? To Has there ever been one? Mm. I mean, that's. I mean, go. I guess we should talk about that first, right? right? Sure. Has there ever been a good reboot in your mind? And if there is, what is it? I'm not going to lie. I like the new Matrix movie, but that doesn't. Are we talking just TV shows? Is that a is that a reboot or is that just a sequel? I, I would mean, say. Would I mean, reboots are. Like, I feel like a okay. So to me, a reboot, a new cast, a new cast doing the same premise or something like that. But I think with a reboot, you have to have enough nostalgia, whether it be an actor, whether it be a a setting to kind of tie into it, to kind of bring in the older audience, but put a new spin on it. I think that's like the best definition of what a good reboot should be. But I think Greg's Right. right. I can't think of anything off the top of my head. Like all those 90210s and the Saved by the Bells that came out, and sure, um, you know, the, the new Bel Air show, which I've heard is getting horrible reviews. Um, it, it's hard to hit on it because it is there's such a desire for nostalgia, but you have to bring in new people as well, or it'll just die on the vines. And I mean, it also, I guess it also depends on like most of what we watched tonight mm-hmm. were not reboots, they were sequels. Kinda. Like Full House is a sequel, but yeah. Girl Meets World is a sequel for sure. Yeah, that making the band is a sequel. Sabrina is, is the only one I would say is a Sabrina's reboot. a full on reboot. Yeah. Oh, and you know what? You're, I'll give you a, maybe making the band was yeah. a reboot because it's I would a say Fuller House. Though, Lou, it's Puff Daddy. 
Yeah, it's it's, it's also it's completely true. it's it's different style too. It's more like a Way reality. TV. I mean, you know, I feel like the original making the band was so focused on like just them performing and singing, yeah. and maybe maybe we just didn't see that episode. But this was so focused on like the drama of the house. So I feel like it was a different right. spin. Yeah. On the idea, for sure. Um, I did like the first one of the new Star Trek movies. Yep. 2009 um, Star that's Trek. That's a good one. Yes. That's a uh, good one. I also personally, and I don't really don't want to get into it, although I think you guys might have a closer opinion to mine than that. I like The Force Awakens, and I really like The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to consider those. Force Awakens felt like a reboot. Last Jedi felt like a sequel. Yeah. <laughs> um, mm. So depends on what you want to do with that. Because Force Awakens was just A New Hope, but with right. new character. New guys. guy now. You know, that's and not I, a bad I mean, that's idea. That's a good thing to me. I'm not lamenting like right. race swapping. Actually, the best like part of Force Awakens is those two guys, I yeah. think. Yeah. The right. two yeah. of them together. Finn and Poe you're talking about? Finn and Poe is the best part of Force yeah. Awakens. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When they escape. That's mm-hmm. the best part of the whole movie, I think, anyway. Yeah. But that was, I think that's actually probably the best example I can think of because you did have the nostalgia sprinkled in with Han and Chewie coming back. And yeah. there was enough there that I think drew people in. I, that is, that is a close as a re, I know it's technically a sequel, but you're right. It was kind of retelling new hope, just <laughs> new people. So, and then I would yeah. go so, and again, this is all movies because I really can't think of yeah, the television right. show of this. Um, the thing, the yeah, thing oh. is not just one there of, you go. it's not just one of the best remakes of all time, but it's, possibly one of the best movies ever made yeah i agree good point like, i would say maybe a top 10 movie ever yep so yep. but it's funny because like the original thing it was popular but it wasn't as like part of like the horror lexicon at the time it was like uh so carpenter was super into like the campy 50s monster flicks blob mm-hmm thing you know like that type of stuff so it was like an homage to like what he really enjoyed but it wasn't like commer- that commercially successful um his remake was fucking masterful that was you're right that's a great one uh, none of the like the others like the slasher horror movies they've tried all failed i think nightmare on elm street yeah. reboot was horrible the halloween movies are more sequels now you know like the, yeah. the, the the rob zombie one was okay but it definitely lacked um it's tough it really is tough to make a good reboot that's yeah. very tough especially think- on television Pat Oswald one time talked about one of his jokes about reboots and how like just make bad shit better. That's mm-hmm. what a reboot should be. Like here's an idea that didn't quite work. So let let's make it work. Mm-hmm. Like that is the ultimate success of a reboot. Like it's something with a nugget of an idea that didn't quite make it, but we can make it better now because now we have the technology and all that kind of stuff. And in the fresh perspective, like seeing what you, right. you have the, the ability to see like, oh, that didn't work. Let's adjust it now. So right. yeah, right. But nobody ever does that because the risk of commercial failure is terrifying. Right. And I think there's risk in the expectation too of a reboot mm-hmm. of like what people expect from going back into those worlds. And if you don't, I mean, it's kind of a last jet, I think. If you yeah. don't quite meet those things then people get really fucking pissed off and stop watching your movies. <laughs> I am honestly, I'm, I'm, you know, as since you brought this up, I'm trying, I'm looking up some of the things. It, I, it's one of those things where I think I knew it, but I don't think I, I internalized it. There are so many reboots. There's a new oh, a lot. Hawaii yeah. Five O. Yeah, that's that's. I thought of that one. Pi. There's a new MacGyver. Yep. Yeah. Now we're getting all these like new class type stuff. Like, right. There's a, yeah. You know, they're bringing back charmed and stuff like right. that like well, we talk, people, but who the fuck wants to see it? a lot of it is like there's a known property people are going to watch this right off the bat right and we're going to get something out of it 
It's also right. though, I think Hollywood in general is just, they're avert, they're avert to taking risks and taking chances mm -hmm. on new ideas. People right. say like, oh, well, Charmed was popular for a while. Everybody who watched Charmed is just going to watch this again. That had X amount of audience. Maybe if they draw mm -hmm. you know, a couple, whatever, a couple percentage points more, fine. But we're happy with that X amount that watched it originally. Right. It, I'll tell you what, what else I think is, is happening is that all these streaming services are cropping up that are hyper-specific. Mm -hmm. So yeah. when Paramount is trying to fill their streaming service, they're saying, well, what do we own? Yeah, yeah. right. It's like, oh, Sanford and Son. Sure, let's bring that back. We have right. Sanford and Son. People know that. Make, mm -hmm. that, a, make that a TV show. Right. What do we have that people will say, oh, I want to see a new Sanford and Son? Picard, you know? like Right. They're literally, doing that with, they're literally doing that with Star Trek. They're just like, right. oh, right. you want to watch like, Star Trek again? Mm -hmm. The only way you can do it is Paramount+. Plus. Right. You right. love Jean Luc, here yeah. he is. Here he is on motherfucker and shooting <sighs> zombies in and the face, just like God, God. God. doing karate at ninety yeah. years old. Yes, making more of that time for karate. Yeah. Well, now he's a cyborg karate shit. guy. Take it. Got a fucking laser eye coming out of his butt. There's a reboot for you. What about the next generation? Star Trek: The Next Generation is literally a reboot of the original series, is right? It is it uh, so the I mean, first season kind of, of is, were right? supposed to be yeah basically original series ones yeah mm -hmm. there's people in it that Which are literally so characters bad. that are in like Riker is literally right Kirk. I know yeah right but they also brought in McCoy though for the first the pilot, you yes, know, which like makes a weird me, to me man. that's sequel like that's in and, okay. and they acknowledge who he was okay. so I but the same idea same vein but that. I mean, it worked, but it almost like completely split away from the that's idea of like, you know, right. That's why it worked. Ideas. It did work, right. Because it was so different <laughs> yeah. from the original, you know, so. Um, Twilight Zone, that's a new one. Like I said, I'm, mm. I'm a big fan of Twilight Zone. They did put out right. the new ones. Um, right. I've not seen any of them. I've heard mixed things. So I'm not sure if I'll ever check that out, but right. tough, well, tough to do. I liked Westworld. That's a reboot? Yeah. It was a movie and a book. It was a Michael Crichton book, but yeah, it was oh, a movie. That's cool. Um, I didn't know that. So that's a reimagining. I enjoyed mm, okay. that. I didn't finish it. I'm most of the way through the final season. Okay. I wonder if it just doesn't something? doesn't work for TV shows. Like, is this does it? Can you do a reboot in a two and a half hour snippet, basically? But if you do like you know fifty five minute episodes, eight episodes, is that too much? Is it is it is it break the seal there? Like I just kind of wonder like does it have like a finite amount of nostalgia until you cross and you're like why am I watching this anymore? Is book of I mean, Bob is book of Boba Fett a reboot? That's a, a sequel. sequel. Yeah, it's a sequel. that's a sequel. Same guy. He just got out of the mm. space vagina. So, <laughs> read himself. I don't know how you view it. You know, we we watched an episode of the Leftovers very closely yeah, tied sure. to it. Is that new Watchmen series on HBO, mm -hmm. which I yeah. thought was fantastic. I don't know how you would right. consider that. It's kind of a sequel. It's yeah. kind of a something. I don't know. Isn't it a sequel to the comics, right? Not yeah. the movie, right? Yeah, yeah. It has nothing Definitely to do not with the, the movie, movie, right? Right. I don't know, uh, but I'm also like really averse to <sighs> reimagined nostalgia. Um, mm -hmm. Again, and I think we've talked about this in the past. Like, I'm a very nostalgic person. If you can see the video of me right now, I'm literally surrounded by my childhood toys. Right. Um, but those were quite literally my childhood toys and i am nostalgic for them mm -hmm. um if they remade those toys and sold them to me again i'm typically not particularly interested in stuff like that 
Yeah, you talked about this once on another one about the, the new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, like action figures yeah. in, in cartoon. It, it's like mildly interesting to you, but nothing you really feel a connection right. to. Right. And I feel like that's, you know, like How I Met Your Father is coming out. Like, right. right. Okay, well, How I Met Your Mother spoke to me because I was the same age as those characters at mm-hmm. that time in 2005. Right. Right. Like just because this is similarly named and a similar premise doesn't mean I'm interested in seeing this television show. Right. Yep. But it does work for some of the some people. Um, uh, it works for most people, and yeah, the, it obviously works. The politest spin I can give on that is that because I think life is hard, and sometimes people don't want to think that that much. Yeah. I was going to bring that up during the leftovers, actually. Like part of the reason why. I don't want to watch the leftovers. It's because life is too fucking hard for me to watch other people struggle through their shit. Yeah, and as we get to, <laughs> I it, got enough like, shit to deal with. I don't. I can only make so fuckers. much of a hard sell on it, right? But the it's leftovers what... is easily the most emotionally oppressive show I've ever seen. It's yeah. very. It is well just done, like every but... character is burdened at yeah. every moment of the show. Yeah, especially in. Uh, I was going to bring this up when we brought that when we bring that show up, but. Like in now times and all the fucking bullshit you got mm-hmm. well, read or right. deal with. Do, do, uh, where are we starting? Can we start with the leftovers? Because I have so much to say now. You want to start with the leftovers? Yeah, might as well. I don't know. Right. Or or we don't, but just remind me to talk about the leftovers and the pandemic. <laughs> right. I have uh, Girl Meets World first, but yeah. All right, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> Basically <laughs> the same. Basically the same. We're taking a right turn. <laughs> all right. Girl Meets World? <laughs> We're gonna love it. in depth on the leftovers. Nah, nah, girl. Meets oh, the depth of Girl Meets World, right. season one, episode sixteen. Girl meets home for the holidays. Corey's best friend Sean joins for Christmas dinner. Gee, Cor, thought you'd be more excited to see me. <gasps> yeah. <laughs> I told you he was real. That's us, huh? So I've been told. Hey, oh, right. boy. Oh, better Sean's than Thanksgiving back. dinner. Sean's back. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> to the trailer park. Okay, there's going to be episodes that we, we, we're covering five episodes this time. There's going to be episodes yes. that we spend a lot of time on, I feel like. This episode's probably going to be pretty long that we're going to really deep dive into. And there's going to be other yeah. sub- episodes that we're like, meh, okay, here Not it much is. Not to say. Corey and Topanga are hosting the holidays. And... Corey is excited because Sean is coming to spend the holidays with them. And he says, I need the holidays to be good for Sean, not for my kids, not for my wife, not for my parents, for my best friend, Sean. He yells out, Sean is coming when the buzzer rings. And it's actually Girl Meets World main character, Riley's best friend, Maya, coming up. Corey talks to Topanga and she says, where are you going to hang this Corey and Sean forever? ornament that you made and she goes perfect right in front of our uh our marriage ornament or whatever ornament. like right in front of me and you as an ornament that, that was good funny. That, that was um, funny riley talks about how she doesn't think her uncle sean really likes her at all which i, I kind of okay some decent decent plot here decent mm-hmm, plot mm-hmm. Corey's parents show up and there's a little bit of the intercom system. They don't know how to use the intercom and they, you know, do that thing where they t- tell too much over the intercom system. 
And there seems to be a beef between Corey's mom and Topanga, which never was in the first generation. Right? Do you get it, though? Yeah. She's the uh, mother-in-law. In-law, am I right? Right. (laughs) Uh, We get the theme song. Boy Meets World theme songs were (laughs) hit and miss, right? What do you think of this one? Continues the tradition of hit and miss. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, not great. Did you know who it's sung by? It's sung by... It's uh, long. Carly Rae Jepsen. Is that true? uh, The the lady who plays uh, Riley. Oh, she can sing. She sings the song. Okay, is she famous? Enough. This girl is she like a is she a Carly Rae Jepsen? She is, was like I don't think is she a, is she an Ariana Grande? Is is that what she is nowadays? Or well, no? I mean they I had all those shows so. where like like Demi Lovato was yeah, on right. one of those, right? Grande, right. So like every I, I every a joke Disney about that, girl was, is also yeah. a famous pop star now, right? Yeah, right. But it was like a Disney Channel thing, I think, for a while. Like you yeah. can sing and we'll give yeah. you a show. Well, between was... Hillary Duff with what's mm-hmm. her face, Lizzie McGuire and Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana, yeah, yeah, yeah. The right. other one, Carly. Carly. I yep. Carly. I Carly. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so she sings this banger of a theme song. Michael Jacobs back at the helm for this one. Thank you, Michael, mm-hmm. for donating your time for this. Mom Matthew says, let's take a look at what you've been doing wrong. <laughs> mother-in-laws this is not how real life is no but it is kind of how boy meets world was so (laughs) yeah maybe it fits at the end of boy meets world they were pregnant i believe at the last in the last episode uh, the matthews is whoa 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 ryan we'll we'll get there there's an episode in our future of last right. episodes, I'm sure. Right, I was, there is. Uh, boy, I, that was going to be my suggestion, actually. Was it really? Oh, there's there going to be yeah. one of those right. someday. I think mean, that has to be our last ever episode, right? Well, there's a lot of shows that end, dude. Right, we have we to could die do, like, we do and then B-spot they have <laughs> You know what I mean? Like the last sister-sister? Last teenager. Oh. <laughs> Tears would be flowing. Anyway, Josh is the new kid who had, yeah. they had at the end of the show, and now he's like 17 or something. And Maya immediately has a crush on Josh because he's a cool guy. Sean shows up and does a little spooky, little weird surprise to Corey. And they hug and they hug over the, his Corey's child, Augie, who gets crushed by their hug. And he has to escape, which is kind of a funny joke. That's funny. Mm-hmm. He, Corey says, my favorite person is here and my wife. <laughs> also funny. I like how much, I mean, they every literally every single person in the show just shits all over our wives slash girlfriends. Seriously. Yeah, right. and listen, Topanga's Look, like 30 seconds away from divorcing you anyway and going with right. us. Right. Like, careful. careful. Like, don't careful, push your Corey. luck. Yeah, all right? right. I live in the apartment next door. Right. Careful. Yeah. Careful. You live above. It's open. It's rented. You took it. My yeah, right. right. You rented the wacky next door space neighbor. that Sean didn't take. I like to just make it as easy as possible. I wonder if they did it like a threatened divorce episode, <laughs> just for old time's sake. So you know, <laughs> a breakup episode. A break girl meets world. One more in there, please. Get... <laughs> no, anyway. no, no. I want to go to that swinger party. <sighs> How could you take me to that swinger party? <laughs> a very dark girl meets. I'm going world. to the dolphins. Yeah, girl meets girl me. meets girl meets suicide world. dolphin. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, so uh, Corey and Sean talk, and they say this is real life, not a TV show. And then they sing a bunch of weird songs about Corey and Sean, the big city. Oh my god, I love this! <laughs> I did too. <laughs> I love they, like, I love that joke. song together. Right. That was fun. Maya does a friendship challenge to Sean at the dinner table, and they uh, 
do a not bunch the of place. Weird, not weird the stuff. place for a friendship challenge, by the way. Nah, also, Corey and Topanga, why aren't you putting your foot down on this shit? Like they are insulting your guest. Your children yeah. are insulting your guest. Right. And that. Very bizarre. They're free Finally, spirits, kids these days, Mark. I'm not going to let my kid go up to you and make fun of you, okay? <laughs> Who are you to challenge their expression of self? Wow. True. True. I'm, I'm worse than Hitler. Basically. <laughs> at least you know it. Yeah, I do. Hitler didn't know how bad he was. No. See, that's why I'm dad of the uh, year. He didn't have I know a I'm worse than Hitler. That's why. Mm-hmm. Why do you make Riley feel so bad, says Maya? Shocking everyone. Then we get no answer to that question. Yep. And all the guys are asleep. That's a holiday tradition. All the all the guys Realistic. fall asleep. Yeah. All the guys fall asleep. Riley again confronts Sean about their relationship and why didn't you like me? And he kind of just brushes it off. Topanga talks to Corey's mom, who's a dick. She says, actually, I've been doing Christmas just as you would. I've done all your recipes. And everything's fine. It's cool. <laughs> oh, thank you. Sean is a blogger. It's when you thought of Sean and the job he would have after Boy Meets World, what did you think he would have? I thought blogger, not bad. Not uh, yeah. Bad. I mean, the way they describe it as like get right. on his motorcycle, because Mr. Turner was like right. that kind right, of person. Right. And that's yeah. the person who raised him. It inspired right. him. It makes sense that yeah. Sean right. would explore on a motorcycle. Mm-hmm. He was more of an artist with poetry and weird stuff like that, though, in, in Boy Meets World, wasn't he? He's doing some weird poetry and stuff to win he always had like He always had like that. He always like displayed like shocking levels of like empathy and, 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 yeah. and like his, his uh, sometimes you know, get like an A plus when everybody else got like B's and stuff and, and thought provoking assignments. So I, I can see this. I think this okay. works. And also like the whole idea and it ties into this one where he's never doesn't feel comfortable being in one place at one time. So I think right. this works well with the so character. What is he? A blogger, travel blogger yeah, who like tells you like a travel blogger, yeah. Where to stay on vacation. Right. If it's worth if it's like worth visiting, like goes to random places yeah. and says, like, hey, you know, which is like a real thing, you it know? Is. Like a guy's yeah, yeah. type. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. He'd probably be big on YouTube. Good for you, Sean. Uh him and Maya square off again. Sean says, fine, finally, like, let me shut it down. Come out to breakfast with me or dinner or whatever. On Come to Christmas the, Eve. <laughs> the weird yeah, diner that is is here that's kind of like what what was the chubbies? It's kind of like chubbies, chubbies I guess, <laughs> for them. Chubbies um, too. And chubbies too, electric. The reboot. reboot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they even rebooted chubbies. Yeah. Sean talks about how he knows everything about Riley because she questions when was when's my birthday? And he's like, I know your birthday. I know your time of birth. I know how, you know, your height and weight. I was there. I held you first after your parents. She says, am I the reason that you don't stick around? And he goes, I, I'm the reason that I don't stick around. It's me. It's not you guys. She's like, oh, I finally understand. You love me so much. You can't even look at me because you don't have a me. That's the pot, plot here. Sean doesn't have a family and he's jealous feels bad that he doesn't have a family so he can't even be friends with his friends kids Fucking girl girl meets world runs hard man this is like My god <laughs> jesus like first season 15 in man jesus anyway riley decides to set things up and run the show so she makes everybody go to her room and sean and Corey talk about how they missed each other and Corey goes i missed you something fierce 
I thought it was a funny line. Uh, and then he's like, finally, Sean, why'd you really leave? And he's like, because you had kids and I don't have kids and it's weird, which I understand. Yeah, that makes and sense. Then, yeah, right, right. Yeah, it makes sense. And then the, uh, the other kids come in and they sing a song about two grown men in a girl's bedroom window and nobody thinks that's weird. It's super fun. Yeah, fun little line. And then Minkus's kid, Farkle, yeah. shows up. Minkus right. had a child. Which that a hilarious bit. I really yep. do like Sean's reaction. Yeah, to and he's the like, second Minkus. Minkus reproduced. Yeah, and then they go, they look at each other, and he goes, "Were you cloned in a lab?" And Farkle actually takes this very seriously, which is also funny. It's like, yeah, right. I need to go. I need to go ask some questions about this. Like, maybe, maybe yeah, I am a clone. Corey, look at him. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's that was funny. Fine. Yeah. Uh, Riley puts Sean and Maya together, and they talk about how they both have crappy parents. Oh boy, runs Corey hard, man. Runs hard. Yep. Yeah, Corey Fanga, really intense. Yeah. Finally, get together and say he's like, you know what, you're the best. And then he gives her a gift, which is, she's like, you don't need to give me a gift. And he's like, here's massages and gift certificates. <laughs> Enjoy. And she's like, oh, this is great. And then Mr. Matthews goes to the mom who says, what'd you get me? He goes, same thing. <laughs> which I thought was funny. He doesn't have a good gift. So he just goes, same thing. Um, I'm uh, sorry. I, can we cycle back just a little yes, bit? I think I'm a little bit confused. Sure. So during the my life is worst off between Sean and that girl. Mm-hmm. Right. Maya. It sort of ends in a weird spot where right. I kind of thought Sean was about to adopt this girl. Right. Yeah. 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 Or like, uh, I, I, shit. Right. No, you're right. Was I wrong like, about like, that? No, 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 no you're, you're not. Right, you're he, not he wrong. He tells her like, oh, like he realizes that like your life is just as shitty as my life. I don't want you to end up like me like you know bitter and crazy and you know kind of doing the shit that i did in high school so i you're right i thought like right. there was gonna be a continuation of that like maybe i'll take up well, yeah number one there is a continuation to that oh okay, okay. is he it, her mr turner that's what i was gonna say at first i thought mr Tur- he's gonna be his, yeah. her mr turner by inviting her on the trip later yeah. but then her mom comes into the show and i think Sean and her mom get together and it becomes oh, a family. Oh, there we go. Well, there great. we go. Now he can have a family too. He doesn't have to yeah. be jealous of Corey. Yeah, right. 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 And, and he doesn't have to have good. sex. That's great. That's great. Bingo bongo. Win right. win. Go. Because he can't touch so alcohol. Icky. He can't do, you know, there's a lot of stuff he can't oh, do. We know what happens. Right. Yeah. He yeah, can't right. have a single sip of alcohol. A sip makes him crazy. That yeah. kid's in danger. Woo. So Sean <laughs> has an assignment. He's going to Columbia County in upstate New York. Woo, baby. Ooh, nice. Funny. That's very upstate. upstate. <laughs> very upstate. Anyway, he says, all the kids can come with me. It seems like a fucking big mistake, Sean. Why would you mm. do that? He invites all the kids, especially even Maya. And then later he gives the camera to Riley and says, be an artist. Have my camera. I've been a bad uncle for 13 years. Have a camera. <laughs> right. This will make it up. And that's how it somebody. ends. Yeah. After a camera. That's Girl Meets World. This show felt the most like a continuation of a Boy Meets World series than any, mm-hmm. like out of the original series. Like this, literally, you could have told me this was a Boy Meets World, a later episode of Boy right. Meets World. Season like, 22. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, that makes sense. Right. They have kids now. That's fine. Like it, all the characters were very much on point they were all very similar. So, you know, to what they were when last time we saw them, 
Yeah, it just it, it, it was fine. It just it, it was basically as a Boy Meets World episode. It kind of yeah. was. It has the same problems right. of Boy Meets World, but it also has the same like it's, it's real got some, at a certain but, point. You know, got some good yeah. jokes in there. Got some yeah. some banger right. jokes. I was but, generally happy with this for yeah. what it was. Like, yeah. was this particularly good? No, no. But it had enough callbacks that I was happy. Yep. It had sure. enough new material that I wasn't bored. The jokes were like a like a seven out of ten. So like totally fine. Not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Um. And there were some and some jokes were really good. Mm-hmm. I thought Corey throwing his wife aside for his best friend was unbelievably funny. <laughs> right. Um. Because like obviously no one does it to that extent, but I feel like right. a lot of wives can. I, I, a lot no, of people can relate to them. Yes, definitely. Myself and my best friends, we basically speak in code to each other. <laughs> you know, it's it's all in references that significant others don't get mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. recollections of times that they weren't there for. So, you know, while never so blatant as my new best friend's coming over and I don't love you anymore, wife, I bet <laughs> you that, like, I think that speaks to a lot of, like, how people feel when their significant other's best friend comes to town. Sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I just I was very happy with this. I, I'd seen this before because my my right. daughter watches this, so I seen this before. But I liked it. I liked this episode. I thought it was like I remember seeing it when when she was watching it, walking by. I'm like, holy shit, that's I recognize all those people. So definitely, definitely fun. I just have one question for you guys. Do you think Morgan's in prison? Is that why we didn't see her? Did she kill uh-huh. somebody? Like <laughs> possibly. She why had wasn't a, she there? She that's a good question. I think she right? was does. the devil once. She does show up in does another. She? Okay, I think she shows up in another episode. Okay, okay. I, I feel better now. I feel like she does. Maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I yeah. watched the first season of this. I feel like did you back in the day? I watched every TV show back in the day before I had kids. <laughs> before I had kids, I just watched everything. Like, oh, this yeah. is good. Okay, cool. <laughs> yep. Oh, they're making a new movie. Great. I'll watch every episode. I don't care. <laughs> so, what else am I gonna do? Yeah. What else? I don't have a podcast about TGIF yeah. yet. Come on, I got plenty. Yeah, yeah I'm preparing for that. Yeah, um, this show premiered in 2014. The series ran oh. for 72 episodes. What was it know. on? Disney. Uh, Disney. Yeah. Disney oh, like the Channel. Disney Channel. Disney oh, it was yeah, like yeah. an actual TV right. show. Yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Oh, I just assumed was this was another like TV. we're a new streaming service. We need nope. content. No, no. I distinctly remember like commercials being on in between go figure okay it ended in 2017 this is how i remember it because i dvr'd it that's i don't have a dvr anymore (laughs) i have hulu live tv so i was dvring it seemed like a perfectly fine continuation of the series like you know enough for also like newer generations so that's yeah totally fine reviews of the series gave an 83 percent approval rating based on critics Though sure. it's not quite as comical, Girlmates World shares sweetly nostalgia from its predecessor. That, I think it's probably that's a the, proper review. That, perfect. Like, that's exactly yeah. how I feel about this. Right. And this one know, episode I've seen. I think yeah. it speaks to the quality that we're, I, maybe it speaks to how stupid we are, but this is a show <laughs> for kids. pretty dumb. Right. You know show what I mean? Kids, and like, 100%. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This was an show episode parents can watch for with us their because kids. it kind of was like a Sean and Corey episode, but yeah, I'm sure most right. of the episodes are about this girl the two girls yeah, yeah, yes right. absolutely right. so uh, the fact that we could enjoy it i think that's that speaks yeah. well for it when my daughter watched this she had no idea that there was another show called boy meets world she had no idea like that she i mean like when they, when they all the characters first start showing up and all the applause was going off she didn't get it she didn't get why it was fun to see sean or why it was fun to see some of the other people because she had no idea about boy meets world um she just liked it as a show 
it's not bad and it brings a lot of people back i think mr yep. turner comes back feeney comes back um well that's fun eric that comes fun. back a lot of people come oh, back good. so this is kind of fun to go as long as morgan comes back I, I don't know what world i ever watched this show not for our show right um but it's it's not fine. out of the question yeah fine i just yeah. want morgan to show up on screen drop an f-bomb and leave. that's it <laughs> <laughs> Look at you all this fucking Mickey Mouse shit. <laughs> Slams the door. And Morgan out. Blisk a cigarette. <laughs> That's like a tree, the on tree on fire. <laughs> like yeah. a strange from the family. Yeah. Oh my God. The Morgan. Dude, that See, that is what we need. The reboot of Boy Meets World where Morgan is the main character and yes. she's just a yeah. fucking nightmare of a person. <laughs> a That's what we need. Yeah. <laughs> we'll write that one. We'll write that one. Don't worry. All right, moving on to Sabrina. I wrote it down. The new one, Sabrina, yes. the Thrilling Adventures on Netflix, season one, part one, not episode one, part one, mm-hmm. October Country. When Greendale readies for a Halloween eclipse, Sabrina faces a decision that's crucial. And Harvey also makes an unexpected declaration. In the town of Greendale, where it always feels like Halloween, <laughs> there lived a girl who was half witch. Absent half-mortal, who, on her 16th birthday, would have to choose between two worlds, the witch world of her family and the human world of her friends. And that girl is me. So this is a true full-on reboot. This is a reboot. Yes, it is. There ain't nothing similar other than the names. Right. We've got the names. We've got the ants, we've got yep. Salem, we've got Sabrina, we've got Harvey. I think that's about it. Yeah. Witches. So, I mean, I don't know if we want to get into this quite yet, but this Sabrina was a cartoon. Right. Right. Like like Archie. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And that's spoiler alert. I, I, I'm gonna get I'm gonna skip a little bit towards the end. I mm. think this is just trying to be Riverdale. Yeah, right. Mm. Like Riverdale I, is huge. Archie, mm. like Riverdale is Archie, but with adult occult stuff mm-hmm. i i feel like they must have just been like well we ha- well sabrina's archie so let's just make archie but with sabrina mm-hmm. well i heard Maybe. like these two do cross over like riverdale and sabrina oh, do, do have episodes that like cross over to each other or planning to i think like because i think this show got canceled i'm pretty sure like yes. sabrina got canceled but like that the character is going to riverdale or something to keep it going Interesting. Interesting. What I was reading, yeah, because I was doing a little bit of research on this. I prepare, you know, for these shows. Yeah. I'm a professional, so. Uh, mm. But yeah, it, it, from what I was reading, that that's what they're going for. But um, yeah, from what we'll I get to it. we'll get to. Okay, it. I, so I so the things. Chilling Adventures of Sabrina is a supernatural horror streaming television show based on Archie comic book yeah. series of the same name. Uh, blah blah blah. Love the intro to this. Netflix Netflix canceled the series due to COVID-19, while the comic book series with Riverdale will continue. The occult world of Sabrina was later announced. Yeah. Oh, so there's more. So maybe there's something else. Sabrina, The Chilling Adventures. Mm -hmm. Cool animated open, like you said. Love it. Fucking love it. Really, really thought. Very 50s pulp comic, which I love that style. So very cool. We get narration from Sabrina, and I forget the woman's name who plays Sabrina, the actor, but she's the daughter in Mad Men, and she was yeah. awesome in Mad Men. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, One yeah. One of my least favorite characters in Mad Men. Really? really? I thought she. Oh, yeah. 
she oh, was like a, a seven-year-old who could act her ass off. That's what I. Well, true. Thought. Good actress. Yeah. I yeah. did not like her character. Her that. role. Yeah, maybe not great, but I, I was remember being astonished at how good she was. Yeah. Acting. Right. Um, like Haley Stanfield. There, I got a similar reaction when yeah. I saw her in True Grit. I'm like, God damn. Right. Oh like, yeah, right. she's great. Boy, what a good movie. That is a. That's a remake. That is a. Yeah, yeah. that is a remake. Right. There you go. Full reboot. Reboot. Yeah. Anyway, uh, narration from Sabrina. She watches a creepy zombie movie with her friends, and they become annoying, annoying nerds about it, as we all, you know, do. I can relate. I yep. can relate. They go to. It's just totally reminded me of seeing a movie and going to like yep. friendlies after. Den- Denny's. Denny's. Right? Yep. <laughs> me and Mark. Me and yep. Mark. So Denny's was our haunt. Pointing at food instead of yeah. actually you know, reading. Having it. a friendly Frank and talking about <laughs> some weird shitty movie. Yeah. Ghost ship. Uh, <laughs> she. <laughs> we bonded that was our first that was date. the first movie mark and i ever saw again wow <laughs> what a movie that was yeah oh my god she bumps into her weird teacher and says we go see movies and and dissect things at holy shit we dissect <laughs> things afterwards based on the movie and the teacher's like oh that sounds fun i'll see you later <laughs> kind of like creeped out good good reaction <laughs> yeah like you guys are fucking weird he dials the guidance counselor yeah <laughs> what the hell and we see the teacher bump into some ccr in her car yeah all right uh and she almost hits a girl who's in the street similar to what i know what you did last summer yeah that one, creepy that disheveled yeah like texas chainsaw a little bit yeah so then we hear her say, help me, please. And she gets out to help her. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kids go to a friendlies or a Denny's and they talk about the movie and how it's deep rooted in something. Mm-hmm. And it's more about the Cold War. And yeah, because they saw Night of, they saw the original Night of the Living Dead. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, okay. because you, it's not copyrighted. You, anybody can put that on anything. So. Oh, I yeah. see. Right. Sabrina and Harvey return to her house, the Spellman Mansion, and he gives her a necklace and says that he loves her. And she eh, says, like, uh, you know, like a Princess Leia kind of thing. Like, I know, <laughs> back basically. Um, hey. And then she goes into the house and uses some witch powers and starts dancing up a storm. Which I like that I lo- they put this in here. I like this part a lot, actually. Yeah. I really did. I thought it was very well shot, very well done gave us an insight into the character and who she right. is and like actual feelings for harvey i thought that was well very good it was 10 seconds and it was it told me a lot so great song cool. and also sabrina and sabrina the teenage witch had all kinds of dance parties all the time so we bring true. that right back in sure she danced with zombies let's remember right that. right she literally danced with zombies all right so the teacher is super weird and i thought she was gonna be some kind of witch killer or something and she yeah. brings the stranded lady back to her house for tea and to warm her up or something and mm. talks about how 13 witches got hung in 1692 and she's uh you know a student of the game of witches or something and, and a town historian or something the creepy yeah. girl says you have a student named sabrina she's like yeah of course i do and then she uses her witch powers to stab her in the neck and gush blood with scissors Scissors stabbed this teacher in the neck. She died. This was just like original series season three, episode 12, when she yeah, couldn't find she, a prom dress. Uh, and fired up her time clock and her scissors. Time, her no time clock here. <laughs> <laughs> no backstreet boys in this one, baby. So, yeah, this lady gets killed pretty brutally. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and then she turns this lady turns into the teacher this witch i assume or whatever yeah, right demon turns into the teacher's body and we find out sabrina's dark baptism is coming up Ooh, a dark Ooh. baptism what did you guys do for your first dark baptism like, <laughs> did you guys prepare like were you guys as nervous as sabrina was yeah i prepared three times that night wow <laughs> Damn. How'd you have anything left for the dark baptism? Just tears, baby. You signed the Dark Lord's book? Yeah. Just tears, baby. All of oh, No, boy. Greg, with a pen. With a pen, Greg. <laughs> Did you even uh, read the instruction manual, Greg? <laughs> we see Sabrina in her bedroom and a bat smashes through her window and she kills it with a witch book. Hold on. <laughs> Mary, Mary, you just said that all very calmly. Uh, you know, a bat flies in and seems <laughs> to yell at seems to yell at her. Yeah, right. Like she's possessed, or, you know, mm-hmm. cursed or something. And then she kills it with a book. And then the ants are back, which I, I was delighted at the way they use the ants. Yeah. And they yeah, talk about the dark baptism and how she needs to get a familiar, which is mm-hmm. a pet to help her as a witch or something. Yeah, so right. we're going to get Salem in here, obviously. And they ask her what her baptismal name is. It's her parents' names, and her parents died in a mysterious accident on a plane. Hmm. Are you fucking witches? You died on a plane? How the hell did that happen? I'm sure there's no backstory to that that we won't discover as the season uh, goes on. There's got to be, yes. <laughs> so. By the way, what is your, uh, Ryan, what's your familiar? <laughs> I would say... um what is my familiar? Like if you had to pick a familiar, like any animal, what would your familiar be? That would follow you around wherever you go and protect you. Mine's a no-brainer. A penguin, maybe? A penguin. <laughs> I think a penguin. Great answer. That's a good one. Now, can we see the penguin? Or is it like invisible to us as mortals? No, it's like, you can see it. It's I feel got, like it's better it's, if it's there all the time. <laughs> it's small. It's smaller than a real penguin, like smaller than a full-size penguin, but it can like sit in your pocket. Like a oh, pocket there penguin. you go. Whoa, pocket, pocket penguin. Pe- I didn't wow. know pocket penguins were enough. Pocket penguin. Shit. I want to change my answer. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, right. Let me scribble something else down right here. <laughs> um, mine would be a sea turtle. No, okay. Nice. All right. You ever seen those fuckers? They're yeah. great. And they live forever. They're chill. Those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I saw a sea turtle once, and some dickhead went out and scared it away. <laughs> oh my god! Worst day ever. Yeah, away I mean, my familiar way up there. Yeah. I was in Hawaii, and like literally, all I wanted to do was see a sea turtle. Yeah, and there's a sea turtle beach where they tend to come up, and like right. almost, I was there almost all day. One was finally making its way up towards the beach, and some guy swam out there to go harass it, like a piece of oh, shit. What a fucker! Oh, Ruined my whole fucking trip. And you put a I feel like on him. the uh, the Keep what paradise. is your familiar is very similar to like what is your first sona. You know, yeah. so I just, I'm just trying to get that out of you guys. So I actually, know. I mean, so that actually is the root of that joke. <laughs> I, this was, this was, this was nearly two decades ago. My first podcast. So we just, one of my co-hosts, we asked him just like, we were just shooting the shows like, yo, Tony, what, what's your, what's your, what kind of furry would you be without missing a fucking beat? He's like, sea turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's like missing God. a beat. Like, you thought about, about this, this before, haven't you? Yeah. He's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. Who you hasn't? Haven't? Man, that was two decades ago, man. Like, uh, first songs weren't that big of a deal back then. So he was really no. This was real early. Yeah, that was. I mean, you were actually there that night. Mark. I was there. Was on the was one there. one episode you were on. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. what was that? 
06? It's something wow. like that. We talked about horror movies, right? Yeah, it was it was our Halloween episode. I dressed as Jesus. Yes, that's right. <laughs> I was I was Tommy Wiseau, if I remember. Oh, <laughs> so, my God. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then we drank Clamato. Oh, yeah, we wow. drank Clamato. Oh, that was so <laughs> fucking bad. Yeah. Oh. oh, my God. <laughs> uh, what a that night. podcast did not have a lot of direction. <laughs> some of the best have mm-hmm. not some of the best have not uh sabrina buries this bat in a pet cemetery they have a pet cemetery it's uh, very heavily populated which i think is funny too. dead pets because <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. they've been alive for a long time i, I guess maybe they just kill but a they lot all of have animals. like each pet has their own gravestone with right. the pet like carved into it, you know, it's intense. It's a lot. Adam's family. It reminded me a lot of the yes. Adam's family. Yes, yes, yes. Good, good. Her and her cousin Ambrose talk about bad omens, and she thinks maybe that some bad omen had happened. By a I like this character. This cousin, I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Was he got... in the comics? Do we know? Was he like a character there? Because he obviously isn't in Sabrina, the, the TV mm, show. I don't remember him being. At least not as a yeah. regular character. Right. I don't know. Yeah, but I liked it. him. He was very, very interesting. They gave my we got enough of the backstory where I kind of wanted to know more about how he ended up in the position. Right. How he did he get here? Forced to live with them for like 75 years or something, right? Yeah. Because of something he did. Yeah, he did something bad and has yeah. to he can't leave the property. Right. Or something. Yeah. Uh Sabrina's dad was headmaster at the dark arts school in Connecticut or whatever, wherever it is. Yeah. The witch school, basically. The Hogwarts it, of witches. It would be in Connecticut if it's going to be anywhere. <laughs> I was just talking about what a shithole Connecticut was today. It's fucking... <laughs> it People sucks. have this impression of Connecticut, of like very posh areas, of like closer right. oh, to the city. there's some weird areas. No, there's there one is city. A majority Greenwich. of that is disgusting of yeah. that state. Yeah, really Connecticut's gross. like a shittier New Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Sabrina has not told her more mortal friends w- that she's going to be leaving them forever yet. And Ambrose is like, that's a problem. You should probably have talked to your friends. But she can't have any contact with mortals after she becomes a witch or not like a significant relationship. I'm not sure. Right. Because the other the ants have relationships. They're, they with talk mortals. to people. Right. right. So yeah. hmm. I don't They have a business to run. Right. I don't know. Right. Sabrina goes in the woods. She says she's going to not just pick a familiar she's gonna summon one and see if she can like help somebody or something i don't know so she does some spells did you like the way that when like witch shit happens the camera change like the the camera changes and it's like real foggy and weird fuzzy i did i thought this actually had a had a clear um boy i'm sorry i'm having a brain fart like like this had a distinct style yeah like I, I, I feel like you could watch the show and understand what was happening just from the visuals. Is there a name for that that shot where it's just like clear in the center and then fuzzy on the outsides? Like I've seen it before, um, but it really helped. I, I thought it was a very, it was almost always exclusively done like in the woods or outside, which I think helped too. Just kind of right. gave you a disorienting feeling. So it was, I, yeah. I, I, I like that. Good Did you feel uneasy because you know yeah. what's coming? Right. You just see right. See the character on your, your line of sight is gone. Like they right. remove your left and your right. So you don't, yeah. you feel like you're just, you know, horses, yeah. like a horse with blinders on. So and you're being snuck up on, yeah, which happens cool. here because yeah. witch bullies show oh, up. Shit. She has a name for him. Do you know what the names? Remember the name? I forget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't remember. Sure. It's stupid. <laughs> witch bullies call her a half breed because her father was a witch and or a warlock and her mother wasn't. Then they put a fucking curse on her. Holy shit. Yeah, damn. 
dickheads. Right. Curse on her. And she's like, she tries to use a spell to get rid of it. And then she goes to school and tries to like wash it off. Right. With a spell. Have you ever used the showers at your school? Did you guys ever do that? Not hell no. Not a ton. Yeah. Maybe Fuck, like I, no. I can't really? think of a single time. And like Me I played either. sports. I was on the basketball team and stuff. But the only yeah. time I remember is like, yeah, right. like football there was in the mud. Or literally something. no chance I was showing my dick to my classmates. Oh no, you gotta wear shorts. <laughs> like, in there. You gotta wear stuff in there. Yeah, yeah. For sure. Like zero out of zero. Plus, that would have been sinful at your school. You know, your body No, is it's just... not. No, two guys can hang out naked. That's God's mm-hmm. plan. They just can't look at each other with right. that little electric glint in their eyes. Up here. Eyes <laughs> Any up here. sort of lust. Right. Right. Yeah, right. Right. You can do some good old-fashioned Moses-style butt slapping. You just can't <laughs> You can't slap the front side too many times in a row. Yeah. <laughs> the Moses butt slap. Just start quoting Genesis while you're doing it. Just to like purify the act. Sl- you right. can slap the front, but you just can't yeah. do it a lot. You're right. right. One off. Right. One off deal. Like I said, just recite Bible verses while you're doing yeah. it. Slap, slap, slap. Ephesians. Right. Yeah. Nothing from Leviticus, though. That no, might also be some bad that, ideas. That, no, you don't, the blood. you don't want that. <laughs> Ooh, sexy. The sexy Bible. <laughs> for Reimagined for a new generation. <laughs> Rebooted. <laughs> Bible with more sex. <laughs> sexy Bible. More, more dick slapping in the shower. Uh, new series coming more. to Disney Channel this fall. Sexy Bible. Now that's, that's a reboot. Yeah. <laughs> Bible too. <laughs> Sexy Bible. Narrated <laughs> uh, right. by Jason Alexander. Four. <laughs> uh, Four <laughs> football players assault Sabrina's friend Susan. Uh, she's non-binary or something. She's yeah. she, trans. Uh, I, I'm assuming that's what yeah. it is. And yeah. they want to see if she has boobies or not. So they assault her. Sabrina says she's going to take this to the highest court that she can. So she goes and finds the principal, who is our buddy Bronson Pincho. Yes, uh, so that's right. I'm, I'm ashamed to admit I watched <laughs> the entire episode. Yeah. And then I got to the credits at the end and said yeah. special guest Bronson Pinchot. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, was he Salem? Salem? Yeah, right. <laughs> I think he's a principal, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I had to yeah. go back and rewatch those scenes. Yeah, right. I watched Is he a regular scene. on this show? Is he? I don't know. I mean, like he's the principal. You figure like that's a regular character, right? Maybe he shows up again. I yeah. I looked I looked at that principal. I go, that looks an awful like awful lot like Bronson Pinchot. Wow. But he doesn't sound no, like it. We didn't know this when we when we picked the no show. Clue. We had no, no idea clue. this had another connection to a no. TGIF episode. This was just a happy coincidence. Oh, it was a great it's thrilling. <laughs> thrilling. Thrilling. We got both <laughs> perfect strangers on this on this one episode. It's great. Uh, it was great. He's older now, and this was filmed in 2020. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Looks well, good. He looks great. He looks great. Oh he looked yeah, great. great, so that's what threw me off a little bit. He's actually in eight episodes. Okay. No, oh, this was. I'm now sorry. I might actually watch all of these. Uh, 2018. I, I apologize. 2018 is when it started. So, yeah. Um, he's in eight episodes. A handsome of this. man. He yeah, looked he good. Really looked really good. It didn't sound like himself. He's real good at no. hiding that accent, or you know, yeah. hiding himself. So I love this. I love that they brought somebody in. Yeah. Right. Like 
So good. You should just have random TGIF actors. Yeah. <laughs> give me, like, give me Eddie Winslow in right, one of yeah, these episodes. With Carl, right? it's like the yeah. police chief. Because what else does he do? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Investigating some crimes. Reverend. Um, Sabrina talks to Harvey, who Harvey in this is like a lot cooler. He's like a cool guy. He's not. Right. He's not the he's doofus that Harvey still- is in the. The He's other still kind of stupid, but not like as as the original Sabrina TGIF stupid. Yeah, he's like real life stupid. Yeah, right. Not right. like, oh, what the hell? How did this kid get into high school? He calls right. her Brina, which I enjoyed. Like, hey, Brina. He's like a little bro. He's like, those, those football players, they'll close ranks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I love when you can just hear an adult writing a script right. yeah. Yeah. who says that like the romans <laughs> right what the hell are you talking about <laughs> they'll get in their turtle formation in march they'll cross the danube <laughs> the fuck? you want to hear a fun fact about turtles <laughs> my spirit animal it's my familiar my familiar the teacher who's possessed says she wants to help sabrina and she's like well i need help getting this principal out of here and she's like good his Weakness is spiders. Mm. It's like, okay, cool. I need to start a club for political reasons. <laughs> a ladies club where ladies can protect ladies. Okay. So she talks about how she's having her sweet 16 on Halloween during a full moon, blah, blah, blah. All the creepy shit. Uh, a crow flies into the creepy teacher's office and has been spying on Sabrina and can talk to the teacher. I guess that's her familiar. The ants talk about how they have a mortuary business and how they're excited because some boy was just stabbed to death and they got a fresh corpse coming in. That was good. I thought that was like, once again, helps me understand the character, especially, um, so Zelda and who's the, what's the other one's name? Hilda? Hilda. Hilda. Hilda, which is the evil one, which is the one who's mean. Zelda Zelda. is more mean. You got a great glimpse into her as a character, just in like half an episode. You you know what she's about, which is very, very well done. And even like the other one, even Hilda, like you get an idea for her being kind of like the nicer one. Yeah, she's nice. Yeah, right. She feels bad that the kid was killed. Right. Oh, that's sad. I'm sure the parents are very upset. And the that's, other one's just... that's the lady from Shaun of the Dead, right? Yeah, Shaun of the Dead, right? Yes. Mm. Um, yes. The not not his girlfriend, the other yeah girl. Is that and that was the original Pam in the British office? Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh. And she was in Lord of the Rings. She was um, fuck. What was what? I wouldn't know that one. Yeah, she was in Lord of the Rings. I can't remember her name now. Harvey and Brina hang out. He tries to convince her to hang out on her birthday. I just got this overwhelming feeling from him. Like he is trying to get some on her yeah. birthday. Yeah. <laughs> That's what he's doing. Once again, yeah. written well. Yeah. <laughs> he's 16 years old. Come yep. on. And she is like, hey, I got to tell you a secret. I'm leaving for boarding school on yeah. my birthday. And she's like, what the? And he is so flabbergasted about all this. And then she's like, well, I'll tell you the truth. I'm a witch. I'm going to be reborn at midnight. I got to sign the Dark Lord's good book. And, blah, 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 blah. and his head basically explodes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's like metaphorically um, not like scanners yeah. like a malfunction it's like yeah. uh-oh yeah harvey shut down like, <laughs> he's unplugged from the wall she's like all right reverse spell like let me just reverse the shit no yeah. just not tell him mm-hmm. so she reverses the spell wipes his mind she uses time clocks or whatever i don't know what she uses <laughs> um, <laughs> she sends him off on his way all confused 
He's like, something happened. He's right. Like, nope. Nope. He kind of has like the signs of a concussion and she just like sends <laughs> <Yeah>. him off. <laughs> That'll be fine. Yeah. We're not even out of the woods yet. You'll be fine. Yeah. Right. Let's go. Right. Not like weird shit happens in these woods. So she goes back and tells Ambrose she messed up and she needs his help to put a curse on or a few spiders on Bronson Pinchot. Which Ambrose is more than happy to do. He's Very like, excited to be able to do something. Thank God I could finally do some witch shit. Right. Sabrina talks to the ants and says that she's been blood cursed, and but she used a spell to wash it off. And they're like, crack this egg. Like the lake at Crystal Lake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> crack this egg real quick, and we'll see if you're still cursed. And she is very still cursed. Mm-hmm. So she has to take some kind of crazy bath or something. Right. And before she does that, she says, uh, my parents were murdered, right? And the ants are like, oh, oh no. Uh. You know, like, definitely, but no. So she takes her weird bath, and she has a vision that she was twins with some weird animal. Right? Yeah, some goat demon. Goat demon thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she sees her parents, and they kind of run away from her in the dream, I guess. She has weird dreams in this. Uh, her and Ambrose set off the spider spell on Bronson Pinchot. They crawl over me, screams, and that's the last we see of him. He's gone. Then a creepy-ass fucking demon flies oh, into the room. Yeah. Well done. I thought that was great design. So creepy. And right. turns into a cat. Right. It's like, I heard you calling for me, and I'm turning into a cat now. Let's talk about that design a little bit, though. I want to fucking talk about this. I love the look <laughs> of this monster. Yeah. It's just, it's so unique. It doesn't look like anything I've ever seen before. It's got right. like it's like a wispy tentacle bottom part. It's massive. It's like featureless. It's it really yeah. almost it's like hot. a um. What do they call it when you have like a, a nightmare but you're awake but you're not awake? Yeah. Um, there's a word for it. Uh, Night terrors. Uh, maybe. Maybe I don't know. It's like it, but like they, there's this idea of these shadow figures like pressing down on you and and doing all this stuff. And it gave me that type of vibe. It was just really excellently done. Um, yeah. And then we got I like how it hides too like yeah, it comes into right. a room and hides behind like the changing know, wall or something changing whatever. wall and like is like oh you want me to be <laughs> right and then he comes I'm scared out of you and it's salem yeah you know right right Which we have a, also cool right now uh, we well we'll talk about it at the end but go ahead anyway so sabrina decides she wants to postpone her dark baptism because she needs to get some from harvey uh and then they're like you had you were defiled by that boy or something like that. And she's like, no, no, no. First of all, it's not your fucking business. But second of all, <laughs> oh, we haven't done the deal yet. And I like how the ants go, praise Satan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank Satan. You didn't do that yet. Uh, yeah. That was funny. That worked for me. Yeah. Uh, that's a good joke. Sabrina argues about why she can't be a witch and a human because her dad basically just did that. And they're like, yeah, well, he died in a weird accident. You shouldn't do it. Uh, she talks to Ambrose and is like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, go get a wise apple from an apple orchard to grant you knowledge. This mm. felt like, uh, what's that shitty movie series? Uh, <laughs> uh, Twilight. Twilight. Thank you. This yeah. felt like Twilight. This whole season, <laughs> this whole scene felt like Twilight to me. I li- you just said shitty series, I guess. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that shitty thing? Twilight. Yeah, right. Twilight crow reports back to evil teacher and tells her all the things that are going on the club gets pitched to the assistant principal and she ratifies it and it's called wicca because wiccan 
we don't see the assistant principal, which I thought was a little weird. Yeah, like, maybe just like famous. Right. I, I don't know. Maybe that comes back later. Must. Um, it must. Right. Because we don't ever see this person. It's just like, oh, they approved it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know. So they're all excited. Uh, Miss Wardwell is the evil. Yeah. The evil right. Teacher. And she was named too. It's just, you know. Right. So Miss Wardwell meets with Sabrina to find out what's going on. And she wants to meet with her after school to do whatever bad shit to her and she's like actually i'm busy going apple picking then we see the cousin inspect the stab dead body and he's like oh this this body was killed oh. by a witch to the music of hurdy gurdy man which is yeah. a fucking tremendous song that was real cool i like that a lot There's yeah some like good a, music in this show. it was some great music in this yeah i was very impressed um and he's like shook when he spots something yeah. on the corpse which is cool right and he shows the ants and they're like oh it's nothing to worry about and he's like no this is weird this is something yeah. to worry about so that'll come back i'm sure yeah well he says Our, it's like a, it, it looks like a witch hunter's mark. attack or something yeah, yeah mark right 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 yeah harvey and sprina go to pick apples in his weird truck and they cuddle on the drive and it feels like twilight <laughs> she goes <laughs> finds the old tree which is like so anticlimactic because i'm like yeah oh she's gonna go like do some fun stuff to find that old tree no there's a sign that points literally to the old tree and it's through a fucking maze yeah well so, she gets attacked in the maze I yeah mean. that is cool she <laughs> yeah, gets attacked. Right. a scarecrow comes to life and attacks her in the maze because the uh evil teacher is using voodoo right to make the scarecrow come alive and that's actually a scary looking scarecrow it is kind of a fun little bit the only thing with the scarecrow, though, the minute you see it, it's like when you do like a haunted hayride and you see something that's clearly a dude dressed yeah. in a scarecrow costume. This is not a this is not a, a spirit of Halloween prop. There's yeah. there's substance to this, so it's very obvious. Like uh, that thing's coming off that and chasing Brina here. Yeah, Brina gets chased, but Salem saves her by Where's ripping up the fucking scarecrow Salem, with his claws, and the teacher has like a meltdown in her classroom because yeah. her voodoo doll gets all ripped up too salem um with a with a you know massive salem. save yeah Love it. right so she finds a big tree and she picks the apple the one red apple and it's called a malum malice and she's like she has to ask it a question take a bite and receive its knowledge or whatever so she takes a bite and sees this creepy ass vision where all 13 witches from the beginning of the show are hung off of this old apple tree dead and then the thing opens in like a satan demon comes out that's like horseman or whatever mm -hmm. i'm not sure like and, the classic icon of you know of satan yeah. with the goat head and the hooves yeah. and, yeah he attacks her and then she spits the apple out and the vision ends also when she takes a bite she looks down at the apple and it's black with like worms mm -hmm. coming out worms. of it and ambrose said if it's got worms that's bad so a lot of bad shit is gonna happen to brina mm -hmm. <laughs> things aren't looking up for her Things no. are not looking good. She goes home and something she doesn't feel right about what's going on. And this guy Faustus Blackwood is there. He's the <laughs> Faustus Blackwood. <laughs> Some more Twilight bullshit. Evil McBad guy, you mean? Right. <laughs> Faustus Blackwood. If I gave Greg like 10 seconds to come up with his Harry Potter name, I feel like we settle on Faustus Blackwood. <laughs> uh, Faustus Blackwood's like the Dark Lord is thinks you're special and you need to be a witch and then it ends yep um i actually thought this was a very fun take on everything of like 
I like that they're just like, oh, that was a goofy, dumb show about stupid shit. And now we're going to go super dark. Like, let's go crazy, supernatural, weird with it. I like that. Um, yeah, I generally like this show as also. My only possible complaint slash critique is I'm not totally sure who the show is for. Mm-hmm. Right. Like Riverdale is for teenagers. Yeah, it gets but, that vibe a, a little bit. But also, this is like a pretty graphic television show. Right. Like, I mean, I don't know. Like, maybe yeah. I'm out of touch with what kids can handle nowadays. Like, when everyone's breath can murder you, maybe kids are just cool with hanging witches out of a tree. Like, maybe that's what 12-year-olds watch nowadays. I don't know. Um, But, like, I don't know how comfortable I would feel showing this to my young teenager, who is who I think the show is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but if we, you know, when we were kids, we were watching all those scary-ass weird movies when we were 12 and 13. I mean, older, I still don't, man. Or younger, this, I mean. This terrified me. Yeah, I hated it, but that's what we would do. We'd have parties but, and get together, and girls would right. be there, and we watch these weird, scary movies. That's what we did. Yeah. Girls would be there. What? What parties yeah. were you well, going to? Uh, Ryan had a different high school experience <laughs> than we did. There so, were girls in our group, but right, they were just other dudes. <laughs> <laughs> they were just blowing out as well. Right. Yeah. Oh God. So. <laughs> I, I don't mean that as like a gender critique. It's just like, right. no, it, no, quite it's, the opposite, actually. Yes, it was right, just like, right. I don't know. Yeah. We had, yeah, but there were girls around, but they weren't girls. They were just right. more, they didn't count. They, right. didn't count. they, right. they really gross. didn't count. Yeah, right. right. Um, I fucking love this. That was good. <laughs> I, I really, I love the, the, the imagery that they had, the callbacks, the horror movies, the, ho- the callback to horror genres. I love the spin on the characters. There's like, even like Zelda has that one comment about how they wish that they donated the body or no, they had a closed casket so they can have long pig, which is a, you know, sign that that's a, um, a symbol for cannibalism. They were going to eat mm. it, eat the corpse, like yeah. all these little things that were just sprinkled in that was so spooky and terrifying and, and just unsettling. And like I said, I love the monster design. I, I'm going to watch more. I'm going to watch more. I am. I'm going to, I, I, after I watch them, you know, I'm going to keep going. I like this. I like this a lot. So yeah. maybe it's designed for the 38-year-old dad who just right, like kind of likes all these callbacks to horror shit. Because I thought it was just I thought it was well acted. I thought I like the girl who played Sabrina. We talked about right. you know, maybe her character in Mad Men wasn't like the best character, but she's very talented. Yeah. I, I thought everybody else was well acted. It's a good cast. I'm gonna keep it is? I mean this is the second show. There we'll get to the other one, but I'm gonna there's definitely I'm gonna continue on with this one because I'm very interested in it. Wow. Yeah. I um I I don't mean to be down on it. I did no, no, no. genuinely enjoy the show. And if I was a little more liberal with my TV watching, I could see myself go back to it. But I just quite frankly don't watch TV that if it isn't for this show sure. or Perfect Strangers. Sure. <laughs> it has Bronson Teen <laughs> Show in it. It does for eight episodes. I'm just All saying. right. Well, I'm in season seven of Perfect Strangers right now. I got one more season. Then I got to go to something else. So. Oh, so like, I maybe. Got season seven in Sabrina, the chilling <laughs> factor of Sabrina. I'm really yeah, going to keep fan fiction. It. Yeah, right. The show's canceled, Mark. Yeah, right. It's 26 episodes. I Not think. in my mind, it isn't. 26 <laughs> episodes? No. I think That's, Netflix yeah. doesn't have 26 episodes of anything. <laughs> uh, there's I think 10 only- max. Over the two years or whatever, I think there's yeah. one. Oh, I thought it was only one year. No, I think it's a couple of years. Two or three years, maybe? I'm not sure. All right, that was Sabrina. Now we're moved to 
The Leftovers. The only reason we know about this, mm-hmm. it's not technically a reboot. It's because Greg, this is Greg's favorite show or second favorite show? Second what favorite is- show. Second I favorite mean, The show. Wire just can't be dethroned. Yeah. Right. So this is The Leftovers, and the only reason we know about this is because of your great fandom of The Leftovers and Perfect Strangers. The Leftovers Season 3, Episode 2, called Don't Be Ridiculous, which let me tell you a little mm. story about me trying to figure this out. <laughs> I'm looking through them like, which one is it again? Which one is it again? I'm looking through the, the list and, and I click on don't be ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, that's got to be it. And I'm like, wait, it's called don't be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally the line from Perfect Strangers. Anyway, mm-hmm. Nora investigates a claim that claims there are ways to reunite victims to the sudden departure of their family. In the first season of the show, we were trying to figure out what the story of the season would be. And whenever that got frustrating, we would say, let's just kind of talk about which celebrities have disappeared in the sudden departure and the rapture. One of the writers, Jacqueline Hoyt, just said, did you hear that the entire cast of Perfect Stranger di- Strangers disappeared? And so we all started laughing. We're like, we have to do that on the show. Now, all right, let's, let's take a Greg, you want to explain what this is? What like is the this? Of the show? So the whole premise of The Leftovers is that spontaneously and unexplained at random yeah at random sure two percent of the entire population of the world disappears and you know the immediate thinking is that it's the rapture but Mm -hmm. there's no like rhyme or reason to it like uh, people of every religion people of every background all that stuff right uh and then it's just sort of how people deal with that Mm -hmm. and you know going to current events as i wanted to talk about earlier like in my brain i was like when i watched the show i was like two percent doesn't seem like that much that Mm -hmm. like i don't really think that would affect people but then as you think about it more and more you're like yeah all right maybe two percent but like as we approach one percent with this (laughs) pandemic right maybe my initial impression of people don't care about two percent of the population at all Mm -hmm. maybe two percent isn't enough because I, I always thought oh. that was a weird number for them to choose. Yeah. Mm. Uh, like, I thought 10% would have a better effect. But either sure. way, that's not, really not important. Right. And as Ryan goes through this episode, and I mentioned to Mark last night, it's actually a little funny because the descriptor of this episode sort of sounds like they're trying to figure out why this happened and, like, all that stuff. But this mm-hmm. is barely a sci-fi show. Like, mm-hmm. no one ever really talks about why it happened, just that it happened. This is one of the yeah. few episodes where they're like, what's the science behind this? Yeah, right. Um, so it was an odd episode for you guys to pick out. But um, as we get into it, Laura, the main character of this episode, which is relevant, everybody in her family except for her disappeared. Right. So that's, that's the, the connection thing. as we get it to with Larry, where three out of the four Perfect Strangers cast disappeared. <laughs> Not didn't. Larry. Not Larry, yeah. And in a previous episode, he showed a up pretty end, throwaway right? joke on television, yeah. they okay. find Larry faked his departure that's what they call it departure so the you know it was a thing like oh the entire cast of perfect strangers disappeared but actually larry just felt so bad that he was the only one left that he faked his disappearance and went to mexico but then they found him, and that's kind of what brings us to this episode okay so So i want to i want to just briefly jump in here so one one of the things that i going to I know it's going to be a weird correlation, but the Marvel mm. movies, right? With the snap mm. and Thanos taking out half right, of the right. population, right? I 
to this day, I feel like that is such an underdeveloped story. Now, like in the Marvel universe, all these characters, all these people are back and they just gloss over it very, very simply. I always said like the, the thing that would always intrigue me is like, let's dive into that and how people had to adjust to losing, you know, half the population and how that emotionally hits you. Like the, you, you get a little bit of it in that Endgame movie, but you don't really get touched on it very much. And I always thought like that was the most interesting thing that they never talk about, which is why like the premise of this show really intrigued me like how do people day to day not why it happened but how do you handle the changing world and the the idea that maybe this was biblical or maybe this is something else like how do you process that and move on that the the premise of this really got me i love that concept and that's and i mean that's what one of the things that makes it special is there's just a profound sadness to this Mm -hmm. television show which is why it's hard to recommend now why i understand you don't want to take time out of your week Mm. to watch it um everybody is sad and like they don't live terrible lives no some of them do but it's just like you know what would it be like to just have somebody removed from your existence and not have any explanation why like when somebody dies it's sad but you can comprehend it it's like well death is part of it but like Mm -hmm. to rationalize why is this person gone and i'm Mm -hmm. not right that's traumatic and i think the the concept of the show and maybe you can correct me as you've seen it and i have not yet the 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 terrifying concept of the unknown, I think, hovers where you're not sure what happened. Right. It was this is not a you know obviously through human history this didn't happen and now it did and why it, like I said you're not really discovering why but like there's this feeling of not being in control anymore, not knowing what happens, not having concept of your universe which is now like hovering over you at every possible second. Could this happen again tomorrow? Could we lose another two percent? Right. Like, I think that that's a very interesting concept to deal with and how these characters kind of absorb and you know again you guys are catching the second episode of the third season of three we're a long way and and we're not i'm not going to i'm not going to explain why everybody does everything as we discuss this this is a weird thing for us to have done which is what i said when we suggested it yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) it is a weird a weird digression yes um but i cannot stress enough how unbelievably nuanced this show is Mm -hmm. Um, but you can't go into it in a good mood. <laughs> right. Like, it's just sad. the requiem of a dream for TV shows. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's not it's not like that. It's not no. like sad for the sake of being sad. And it doesn't try to show you anything. It just shows that people are complex and interesting mm-hmm. and they they interpret things in different ways. So the perfect strangers line was supposed to be just a funny joke throwaway line that showed the absurdity of people who were taken by the rapture. However, they decided to cast Mark Lynn Baker in the role after the throwaway line. Very yeah. funny. Yeah. Um, okay. You're going to have to fill in a lot of gaps for me. Here. I'll do the best I can. Sure. And we don't have to linger on it. Cause I right, think right. me explaining the leftovers is both one going to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen it. Sure. Right. And also just be boring as fuck. Uh, okay. So we get the theme song. We get the Perfect Stranger song put mm-hmm. with the leftovers like visuals, which is fun. And actually sort of haunting when. Yeah. yeah very together, much so. Right? Yeah. <laughs> of like these people are disappearing and uh, the Perfect Stranger song is talking about all this positive shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see this. I, I like a lot of this. And. I'm probably like failing myself by not watching the show, but I did like 
this where we see this weird old dude in a tower just fall yeah. out. Yep. He just falls out. Yep. And crashes to the ground. First and then scene. we see yeah. a bunch of people talking about how he was raptured or taken or whatever. He's the newest. Because everybody disappeared at the same time. I'm right. Nobody, nobody, nobody disappeared since. other than that time. So for someone right. new to be have have been raptured right. or whatever, it would be novel or right. Noteworthy. So that that's how they're presenting this, like the general public or whatever. People are following this guy. They were intense all around his podium or whatever tower thing. And um, they interview the cops, I guess, or whoever these people are. Interview the widow of this man, uh, played by Brett Butler. She's great. She <laughs> says, yeah. "I think it's the only episode she's in too." Is it what really? You, yeah. What do you think? So. Of, what do you think He's happened? Good. And she's like, "Guess." <laughs> like that. <laughs> she tells the cops, "Guess." She plays the same character uh, every single time, but it's always good. It's always yeah. like you know. She has a very funny line here where she says, uh, we tried to crucify him and I got one nail in before and before some motherfuckers stopped it. <laughs> Maybe laugh. Uh, he he uh, got raptured for and he was up there for God. You can ask anyone about it. Everyone has different theories that they interview about why he disappeared. And Nora figures out the preacher has something to do with it. So she goes and interviews this guy, Matt. Was her brother? Yeah, saying, it's her brother. They're related, right? Okay. Played yeah. by Christopher Eccleston of Doctor Who fame. Right. So he tries to hide the fact that this guy was raptured, and she's like, "No, he wasn't. Tell me the fucking truth. He's definitely <laughs> not been, you know, raptured." And he explains that the guy just had a heart attack and fell out of the tower. <laughs> yeah. But his wife wanted him to be some kind of hero, so he promised he wouldn't say anything about it. Um, and the cops get a lift and search the tower of him. And there's a very another very funny line where uh is that Justin Trudeau? Who's that guy? Justin, I always get the Justin Canadian Thoreau. Canadian yes. Prime Minister and the actor. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's he's like, it would it be terribly funny if I said that there's a picture of him with a killer whale? And she's like, no, nah, I wouldn't believe you. He turns around. Of course, it's a real picture right. of this guy with a killer whale. I kind of like that he kept it, though, because they yeah. talk about how, like, he stopped talking, stopped really doing anything with his wife and, like, yeah. separated himself after the whole, you know, disappearance thing happened. Uh, but he still had, like, this one remnant of his past life. Which yeah. I thought was interesting. Been pissing in a jar up there and looking at yeah. a killer whale photo himself. It's a dream. <laughs> so he's a martyr, and Nora says... I just want to tell everybody the truth because this is fucking bullshit. And uh, her boyfriend or husband, whoever, husband says at like, this point, they're married. Just don't just don't let them have their fun. Who cares? It's not worth it. And we see her get a cast off and the doctor's like, so uh, how'd you get how'd you break your arm? She's like, uh, you don't need to know. And he's like, I saw you slam your arm in a car door outside in the parking lot Oof. before you came into me. So she's real fucked up. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's got some serious issues. We don't know why yet. Someone randomly calls her and says, uh, hi, it's me, Mark Lynn Baker. She's like, who? <laughs> Mark Lynn like Baker. She doesn't know who it is. Right. Yeah. But that's right. Because if like, honestly, right. before we did the show, I don't know. think I would have gotten that either. So yeah. 
not not like if like somebody calls me it's like hey it's jaleel white I'm like, yeah oh, <laughs> what are you up to post rapture me Jamil, jaleel white anyway marklin baker tries to tell her that he's famous and she's like oh okay and he's like well more importantly would you like to see your children again she's like super freaked out by that and he's like i'll be in st louis for 24 hours come meet me at this hotel and then she's trying to figure out who the hell Mark Lynn Baker is. And she calls uh, the police station or wherever she works. And the, the department, yeah, right? the government. <laughs> she works for the government. And basically she goes and defrauds people. Very similar okay. to what we saw her do at the beginning. Like, because I think the government paid families based on how many people got raptured. Basically uh, like a disability or something. Right. But if people claimed that, oh, three of my family disappeared. And they paid them out. She would go and like discover, uh, yeah, discover fraud. Right. Yeah. Okay. So she calls the office, and they, she's like, "Who is this, Marklin Baker?" And the guy goes, "The perfect strangers guy." <laughs> yeah. But also great casting because he's like of age where he would like instantly right. know that. Yeah. So, oh, the perfect strangers guy. Oh, and then okay. he, he's like, "Oh, he he faked the his emergence. He had faked his emergence, and he got discovered." So that's the story of like he he had pretended that he had been raptured but didn't actually get raptured funny which happened in Very an earlier funny. episode is that yeah briefly again it was like a throwaway joke on the television okay they like find him like in a like a mexican tv <laughs> camera and they're like pointing at him he's like no 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 not me uh so she uh is gonna investigate this so she goes to st louis and uh has terrible flying experience so flying still sucks in the rapture um i don't remember what song was playing but i enjoyed the music of this show it's one thing damon lindelof who created the show super good at that is oh, very yeah. good at is the music of his projects so i love damon fun. lindelof mm-hmm. i have a complicated relationship it's probably why i never watched this show to be honest because well i like lost him. is very complicated for me i don't know and right. new star trek is very complicated for me and that's mm-hmm. a bunch of his cronies but he didn't do that that's jj abrams and that's i think i feel like jj abrams is the bad didn't... half of lost also i thought lindelof wrote the first star trek i like that yeah but so the yeah. first one actually makes con you know sense like in, yeah. in the timeline you know but the second one is god awful which one was that? Uh, oh, the that's one the was recon. Oh, yeah. The reverse con. Right. The reverse con. <laughs> a maneuver I tried last night and did not go over well. <laughs> it doesn't work. Hey, baby. <laughs> also, didn't J.J. Abrams lie about it being con the whole time and be like, it's not yeah, con, well, it's not con, yeah, it's not con. It's fine. Like, like, I understand. You're a piece of shit. No, <laughs> you suck. Uh, yeah, I guess you have to lie. Anyway. All right, his movie writing, no bueno. Yeah, it's not good. <laughs> it's very bad. Yeah, it's bad. But he did this in The Watchmen, which people like. Yeah. I loved Watchmen. And the first loved like it. three seasons of Lost are good. Sure. No. That's a lie. Here's how it goes. Season the one first, is great. The first season, season two, of Lost. half good. Season three, yeah. dog shit. Season four, not bad. Season five, <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> you got one and a half seasons what? out of that. <laughs> <laughs> you're like yeah. darth vader about to be it what yeah what? uh all right she goes she meets with mark lynn baker and he's so good no he's great. so very good yeah. talking about how there's a tailor at the hotel and he's got yeah. all these other, i got a new suit made and da, 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 da. and he's like i need your cell phone real quick 
so that you don't record these conversations. She's like, okay, I guess I'll give it to you. And he throws it in the toilet. <laughs> uh, and he, then he pulls out, this is fucking awesome. There's a couple of things in this show that are just like so well done. The part where he pulls cue cards out from his sleeve. Yes, like, right, right, right. all right. So I don't want to get now, anything wrong. Yeah. I now have to pitch this product as if mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> right. He does like, it in the skeeziest way possible. So mm-hmm. funny the way he like, it's like, um, you know, the fucking spray that, yeah. That spray right, like, the, like a Billy Mays, pitch. yeah. Billy yeah, Mays, right, right, yeah, right, that's right, what I'm right. trying to say. That's what I'm trying Mark to Lynn say. Baker here, yeah, yeah. Mark Lynn Baker for, for OxyClean. Um, so he Machine that'll that. make you see your kids. Come on now, you want to see your kids again? Uh, so he explains a bunch of science here, which sounds real shady. It's TV and science. It's fine. He's like, there's gamma radiation or something that was found at all the sites, and we were able to recreate it so we can blast you with this radiation so you get sent to wherever these people got sent. Which is like, oh, weren't they just dead? Didn't get transported somewhere. Oh, they were just dead. No. So you're just going to die too? So there's confusion there. And she's like, so you couldn't test it on live subjects, obviously, because that's fucked up. He's like, no. Um, and then he says, you have to pass an IQ test to be a part of it, and we can send you to wherever they are. And she's like, you're just incinerating people, Mark Lynn Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Which I laugh about. Uh, and he's like, no, I'm not, it's an IQ test. It's not a, you're not against your own will. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, he explains why he's so fucked up from the raptures. There's only four serious regulars, perfect strangers. Three of them disappeared, and I'm yeah. the only one left. And that's exactly what happened to Nora, right? Her kids mm-hmm. disappeared. Right. right. So he asked and her, you know what the odds of that are? And she does. And she knows. She knows right. exactly what they are because it happened to her. Now, is this the first time in the series, Greg, that somebody has the idea that they could go where the other people yes. are? Okay. So this yes. is like. It's the first time anyone has the idea. And honestly, it's the first time anyone's expressed any interest in doing. Right. Okay. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. again, this isn't like, we got to get back. It's like. Right. No one's brought this up because everyone just assumes that that's not an option. They're gone or something like that. Yes. So like, this is the first time somebody, uh, I, I like introducing that though. This is like the second episode of the third season. The third season. Yeah. I'm just, does this, three, does this follow the third season arc? Is this like a thing? A little bit. Okay. Yeah. Because like, I feel like that's a kind of a cool little wrinkle to throw into this where you throw in this, like, maybe there's a chance that we could see these people again, which is right. something that you've just ignored for so long. And it speaks to her character, especially at this point, because, like literally the entire first season about was her like kind of letting go of that because mm-hmm. it consumed her. That was her entire identity was, oh, she was the lady who lost her entire family. Right. right. Um, and then like season two, she finally like gets together with Justin Thoreau and accepts yeah. and they, they kind of have a baby which gets taken away from them, which we see I later. I got in that vibe. Episode. Yeah, right, right, right. Um, so like <clears throat> she she's finally come to terms with the idea that she's just not going to see her family again and she doesn't need that to define her. Right. And here comes fucking larry appleton you know like well, actually, a crazy scheme right actually we can blast <laughs> you with true. radiation you can see your kids again right. a crazy scheme <laughs> um so mark Lynn baker goes full awesome acting where he like flips yeah. out and basically says like i need to take fucking control of my life <gasps> so no no word f-bomb which is fun then he gives her a disc or something flash drive, about yeah. flash drive about people who give their 
like last rites or whatever before they get blasted into oblivion. Yeah. Which I feel and, like, I don't know, yeah. like that wouldn't convince me. No, <laughs> that would just tell all... me you got like 150 actors to, yeah. to just say this on air. Like, how do I know right. who they are? You know? They show the newspaper and stuff, right. and they talk about how they're doing this on their own free will and blah 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 blah. Um. So the next day we have her driving around and she shows up at a playground and yells at a kid. (laughs) Can we talk about the references to Perfect Strangers first real quick? Oh, when she's like driving and stuff. Driving and she has the she has the corn dog, which yep. is from the intro nope. where the yes, donkey, right. you know, like that. Yes. Uh, and then you have the the piano music playing. Oh, I thought that was awesome. Right. Yeah. Like the sad version of the yeah. theme. That was the great. Theme so, it's great. And then once again, like her her GPS not working. So yeah. she has to get a map, just like Larry right. had to get a map in the yep. intro to Perfect Strangers. And <laughs> oh, that's, that's cute. I didn't notice that at all, yeah, Mark. Right. Glad you pointed it out. I'm glad yeah. you brought that up because, yes, right. I that was great and even All like those... the, fir- the the first person shots or excuse me like you know of the of in the car watching the person drive you know yeah. once again like the intro to perfect strangers yeah. where we're following larry as he goes to chicago so yes. i thought that was very well done it's cool this was like a labor of love you could tell like who i mean obviously the right it's I mean, lindelof I, know, I think I right? if lindelof wrote this episode he obviously had an affinity for that show yeah oh for sure so she goes to this playground, sees a girl get her shovel stolen from some kid. She yeah. gets out of her car and yells at the kid. <laughs> so <laughs> awkward. And then gives the shovel back to the little girl. And the girl, little girl's like, what the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with you? And then she randomly sees a lady she knows. Is there an explanation to this? Is that her kid? A lady so, with a baby? Yes. So that, that little black baby yeah. was the, they found that baby and they adopted it. Okay. But then the real mom came and basically took it back. Gotcha. Her and Justin had the adopted yes. this kid. Right. Yes. And that was it. She's not supposed to have any contact with this baby anymore. It's in a completely different state, you know? Right. Uh, so, so she just realist- randomly bumped into this or she was trying to see. She knew set. where they no, were. No, she or... wanted to go see the kid. Yeah. Because I think, again, Larry, her entire identity is based on children that were taken from her. Yeah. Right, right and now she's like well i want to go see another child that was taken. at least this one's tangible this one's real and mm-hmm. relatively close to where she was so okay. she went to go see it but she's not supposed to and again it's just speaking to her psyche that like she just can't let things go mm-hmm. okay so not then... that she should i mean if your kids disappear your kid gets taken away like that's, that's rough. traumatic right yeah, right right that's a lot maybe you shouldn't get over that i don't know so she has more issues with parking tickets and tech problems and she can't get out of her parking garage or whatever so she hulks open the fucking parking thing rips it open and then goes just decides to go to some <laughs> lady's house who i assume is the mom of this baby or is this just a friend that's a friend that's just a friend yeah okay so she shows up at her friend's house and she tells her about her broken arm and says that she tried <laughs> to cover something up, which this is fucking awesome. No, oh, so good. So good. She goes, I had, I got a tattoo I regret. That's why I broke my arm so I could cover it. So nobody would ask me any questions. It's a Wu-Tang band tattoo. <laughs> like, yes, it what? is. Wu-Tang. And the friend is like, you mean the Wu-Tang clan? Yeah. Like, yeah, whatever. And then she's like, I'm not a fan. Right. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Then she explains Listen, they ain't nothing to fuck with. So true. Which it's funny because you see it earlier in the episode. And I was like, You're why, right. does she have, why does she have a Wu Tang? I saw that too. I'm like, is that the Wu Tang? Yeah, never mind. I guess that like maybe, yeah, maybe I guess that's, that's just episode. a weird yeah, that must right. be some weird thing. I don't understand. Anyway, so she used she got a Wu Tang band 
Wu-Tang Clan tattoo to cover up the names of her kids so people wouldn't ask her she had a tattoo of her kids or was getting a tattoo of her kids. Fucking brutal, man. Like, yeah. what, like she was in the off. process of getting the tattoo of the kids and realized that as she was doing it, it was a mistake. Right. And then and covered just, it with a weird and thing. And just pointed to something. And Anything. Like, put that on top of it. Right. Yeah. Which is a Wu-Tang Clan which symbol. Which is a Wu-Tang band. This is fun. Yeah. That's a funny touch on a frighteningly sad thing. Uh, and then... The show does that very well. It is a funny show. Right. Yeah, as long as you funny... accept profound sadness attached to it <laughs> so we get a funny moment where her friend says you know what you need a good old trampoline bounce baby so we get a great little scene where they yep. dance jump on a trampoline to bring the fucking ruckus <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah saying, they're playing wu-tang yeah yeah they're great. playing the live wu-tang bring yeah, the right. ruckus which is so good um and i popped for that big i loved it Nora goes back home. The cops pull her over. This guy, Tom, talks to her about a bunch of stuff we don't know about. Who's her son-in-law? Okay. That's Justin Thoreau's son. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Uh, she's like, I'm a having a very bad day. Can I just go home? <laughs> Jesus Listen. Christ. First of all, Mark Lynn Baker shows <laughs> right. up. He fucks up my whole life. <laughs> I saw I my daughter. In the back seat, man. You would know. <laughs> I had to use a map instead of a GPS. God damn. Yeah. That's like my worst. Uh, that nightmare. is a fate worse than death. Oh my god! Like I can't rapture me, please. Fucking <laughs> using a map to get anywhere. Shit, I would map. just assume I ain't getting there. Like it's yeah. yeah. Sorry, deal without uh, me. <laughs> do you have a travel agent I could go to? Yeah. Um. So then she goes to Kinko's or something and says, "Like, here, print a photo off my phone for me, mm. or off a phone. I'm not sure." And the guy's like, "Ew, that's gross. You sure you want me to do that?" She's like, "Absolutely, I do." He goes home and we see her boyfriend Justin is bagging himself. And yeah, is he jerking off? I don't know. No, so he <laughs> duct tapes the no. bag over his head. I kind of assumed it was autoerotic asphyxiation, yeah, but then as thought. the scene went on, I'm like, mm, so I guess Justin Thoreau in the show has something? actually died, okay, and was brought back to life, okay. Um, and like they mentioned the book a couple times, yeah. Uh, her brother, who is a priest, is actually writing like a new book of the Bible based around Justin Thoreau. Okay. But he like, but now he has like a weird relationship with death. He doesn't know like, can he die again? What does it feel like? He knows what it feels like to die. Mm-hmm. You know, he like mm-hmm. experienced an afterlife, not like a biblical afterlife, but it's 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 not worth going into. Mm-hmm. Either way, he's just trying to feel something because he doesn't yeah. under like he his mortality doesn't make sense to him anymore. So he's trying to pretend kill himself or something. Just so there to... is like a supernatural aspect yes, of the show. But literally, again, the show is never, ever concerned with explaining it. Mm-hmm. It is all about the emotions of what that experience would bring. Interesting. It's never why. It's We're never going to find now. out what happened. We're never, right. ever, ever going to find out what you happened. You never find out even at the end? You never find out what happens? I don't think so. I, no, not okay. that I remember. Yeah. We actually, like... I'm a very minor spoiler alerts. Yeah. Um, Laura actually does go through with this thing. The um, machine? With the machine. Oh, wow. Yes. Mm. Um, and the outcome is not what you would expect. Okay. But she shouldn't die, but it's not, it's nothing that what they've talked about. Huh. Hmm. Interesting. All right. So this guy's bagging himself. He's not jerking off, seriously. He turns around embarrassed, like, oh. You got caught, baby. Cast away. You're going to play. <laughs> this is not the weirdest thing you've caught me doing. Uh, and she's like, you know what? Yeah. I'm not 
that worried about it. Been a weird day. Met Mark yeah. Lynn Baker. Not yeah. really worried about you bagging and dragging it. Um, <laughs> and then he turns to her and he goes, you want to have a baby? And she just uh, explodes in laughter. Like, what? <laughs> no. Does no not way. make him feel great. No. no. You piece of shit. There's a wide range of emotions yeah. this man has felt in the last five yeah. minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Very, all the emotions. And she just laughs at his, uh, his suggestion that they should have a baby. Cause he's like, she's like, I just can't have children. Obviously the, the universe is not, not going to let this happen. Like, let's not even worry about it. She says, let's not fuck up our happiness, please. And then, uh, the phone rings and Nora answers it. And then she says, I have to go to Australia. And Justin says, or whatever his name is, he says, <laughs> can I come too? And she says, yeah, of course. And then we get this weird ass Australian scene. Yeah. Which has nothing to do with Mark Lynn Baker. I don't think cops a cop in Australia hits a kangaroo with his car, shoots it in the head, then tells the other cop on duty. You can't go home. Even though your dog is sick, go wash my fucking car. Dick. He's a real prick. <laughs> And then he goes um, home and a bunch of horse ladies on horses block his driveway. Yeah, just a bunch of horse ladies. You know how they are. Yeah, horse around. ladies. And then Four they, horse ladies of the apocalypse. They yeah. quote the Bible or something and then uh, hit him with a tranquilizer dart. They keep saying, we know who you are. We know who you are. We know who you are. They put him on a plank and they drown him to death. <laughs> but <laughs> thinking that he was going to come back, right? Oh, that yeah. was the idea behind yeah. it. So, yeah, okay. All right, they so finish what Justin you're saying. Throw, I I'm assuming they think he's Justin Throw. They think he's Justin Throw because yeah. that old man who runs out at the end and it's like, "What do you guys think? What are you doing?" Yeah, that's right. Justin Throw's dad. Uh, oh, gotcha. Okay. So, and Justin Throw is a chief of police named Kevin, oh, and he's the one who came gotcha, back from the gotcha. dead or something. Right. So they right. think this is the Kevin who is so, immortal by right by, because uh, he's hanging out with Justin Throw's dad. Right, so by uh, drowning him, he's going to yeah. come back to life, and everyone's kind of the re- the other horse ladies are super weird. Like yeah. you just killed the guy, right? God <laughs> like damn it, Susan! Again, you're supposed to wake up, yeah. and then uh, Justin throws dad comes out and says, "What are you guys doing?" And that's the end of the episode. Yeah, <laughs> I am very anxious to watch more. It's really not to watch more to start the series. Whoa, yeah, you're going to in? Start watching. Yeah, you're right. In? I am very much going to go in. I'm not sure which one I'm going to watch first, either this or Sabrina. But <laughs> I'm seriously interested. I, I lo- Once again, I, I really love the premise. I like original yes. concepts that are almost, I hate to say it, that aren't reboots. You know, that aren't like the same story over and over again. This is very original. This is 100% I, unique. It's right. also based so on a book. Unique. Right, yeah. It's, yes, um, that, and yeah. the book is super good. Uh, the book is interesting, though, because it's much more small scale. Okay. Like it's still yeah. about Justin Perot and Nora's relationship, but that's kind of it. Yeah. Like all this extra stuff is just not there. Mm-hmm. Like it's just not relevant to the book. The book is much more personal. Still very, very good. I'm just, I, I love, I like the actors in it. Once again, it's a great idea. The Marklin Baker thing, like let's face it for this episode, drew me so in. Fun. And I like the little, like it was clever enough. Like if I could see this one and I could see all the little clever nods that they did in the smart writing, like I can tell how well this this story, this this show was written. Um, I'm anxious to watch more. It was good. Yeah. Also, and as an aside, like I do like Damon Lindelof mostly because I like this show and I like Watchmen and I like Lost despite its yeah, numerous like, flaws. Yeah. Hmm. Um, but he was adamant 
that this doesn't go more than three seasons. He didn't even mm-hmm. really want to do this season. Right. Like he was he was like, I said everything that needed to be said at the end of season two. And they're like, We you should really do another one. He's like, All right, but that's it. Right. Yeah. And the same thing with Watchmen. I mean, Watchmen that's only, ends that's only with one yeah. huge cliffhanger. Right. And he's like, Nope. Mm-hmm. I said what I needed to be said. The point was made by this. I love and that. I respect that so I, much. I love when there's a finite, the writer has a finite story and it ends after a certain point and it doesn't drag on. I love that right. concept. And I question. think he learned his lesson from yeah, I was Lost. Gonna say, from Lost right, he absolutely. learned his yes. lesson yeah. from Lost. Right. Like they wanted Lost to be three seasons and yep. ABC was like, this is a huge hit. You have to keep making it. So they kept piling on things. Well, what about the fucking polar bear? What about right. Walt being a psychic? What about... Yeah. You know, what about the numbers? What about this? Smoke because monster. they just didn't know when they were ending, so they kept adding more mysteries. Right. Right. So now he just doesn't do that. He doesn't mm-hmm. like you wanna you want a Damon Lindelof original? I set the terms for when the story's over. Right. Mm. One of my favorite him. shows, and we've talked about this before, I think, on this is, is the Venture Brothers. I love that animated show. And the two writers of that have always known how the story is ending. They just didn't know how many seasons they would get to get to the ending. So now that they, they're writing a movie to wrap everything up, basically because they know like, oh shit, it's over now. We need to finish the story that we always had in mind. And yeah. everything ties to the end. Like everything that they write in season one comes back in season five and connects. And I love smart writing like that. I love, or it's not even smart writing, it's organized writing. And I love it. Moving on to making the bands. <laughs> oh, sorry. there's a now. So sorry about this. <laughs> making the bands. Dylon, which Dylon, was it? Dylon, Dylon, Dylon. Oh <laughs> uh, boy, an ABC slash MTV reality series that exists in separate iterations, spawning the music from O Town. I believe this one is Da Band. Da Band. Da Band. Yeah. Da Band. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We got Da Band here. It was overseen by Diddy, acting yeah. as the man of the house who made the final decisions as who would make the the band. <laughs> So we're starting the mix process now, yo. This is Daddy's house, the home of the hits. It's called the Biggie. We got the Biggie room, because he used to always work in here. You over there, you got the Diddy room. I'm mix this record here, get this record finished to be on the Bad Boys 2 soundtrack. When you're launching a new group, you try to get them exposed in many other outlets. So this is like the start of the mixing process. And y'all seen them in the demo process at the house. This is the real deal right here. In the role of Sweet Lou. All right, so <laughs> yeah. Sweet Sweet P. Diddy. As we know, as we know, Sweet Lou was out mm. after season one in 1999. For reasons. For reasons you can get into in our last... Uh... Yeah. Balloons are hard to fucking pilot, man. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Floated away and couldn't get back boys are not a plenty. Season he was trying to get to a country without extradition. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, he crashed his blimp and Canada, prison. right? Let's go. All right, Hot so boys me, in Toronto. Let me give you some details on, on what's going on because we sure didn't get it from this fucking episode that I picked. Seasons two through three, the second and third seasons track to the develop. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that's there was more about O Town. Sorry, uh, making the band two, making the band two in 2002, a new talent search began this time by P. Diddy. He sought to find the best rappers and singers to assemble a new hip-hop group. After weeks of selection, he chose all the members. Uh, and then we followed them in a house. So Certain folks did not make the cut. Now, what we saw was season two of Making the Band 2. For several weeks, the contestants lived together and were subjected to difficult tasks, including 
walking from mid Manhattan to Brooklyn to purchase cheesecake for P Diddy <laughs> reciting <laughs> notorious B.I.G.'s juicy and sugar hill gangs rappers delight out loud in the bad boy records office. Many altercations between members took place. Yep. The final finalists were then named Da Band. Their debut album, Too Hot for TV, was released in 2003. And the first single was Bad Boy, This Bad Boy, That. The second one was Tonight. The album did, <laughs> the album did certify gold, so, selling okay. 600,000 copies. Now, we didn't get to see this, but in season three, Da Band ended its career at the end of the show when P. Diddy dissolved the group in the season finale. He decided he still wanted to work with two of the members, and he called them the next Body and Clyde of Hip Hop. Nothing was ever released from either of them. Diddy also kept around <laughs> oh Chopper, who's a big part of this episode. Oh, yeah. Chopper is huge. Now known as Young City. He signed with Bad oh. Boy South. The band was completely dropped. Da band, I'm sorry, was completely dropped from Bad Boy Records, and then they continued on with more Bad Boy making. Yeah. Well, Got the you. next making the band made Danity Kane, who was right. actually a hit. Right. Oh yeah. 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 And that that one of them, I think, again, I can't say her name. Nicole Schlesinger. Schlesinger? Oh yeah, the one from Pussycat Doll. She was a Pussycat on, Doll. Oh, she was uh, a Pussycat Doll, not a Danity Kane. Yeah. Never mind. She wasn't a Danity Kane. She no, wasn't what, a Dan- she wasn't, wasn't a also, that, was a, that was a reality TV show too, right? Pussycat Dolls? Yeah, wasn't that a reality TV show? It was like TV a movie, show? wasn't it? Yeah, I thought it was a movie. Okay. I thought they were like a super group around, I don't know, shit. Josie right. and the Pussycats? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Well, whatever. Uh, all right, this Sean... is going to put me on a list as I Google Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> <laughs> Sean P. Hit Diddy shopping. Combs. Hit shopping. <laughs> Your producer of the show, Sean PD comes. He starts it off. He's excited. He's starting the mixing process on some of the songs for Dub End. Mm-hmm. And he calls his mixing room the Biggie Room because him and Big Biggie were partners. There's a nice picture of Biggie. Yep. Um, and that's, uh, I had those records. I love those records. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. and Biggie right. records were great. Life After awesome. Death. I had that yep. one. Great record. Um, He's trying to get Dub in on Bad Boys 2, the soundtrack. <laughs> what a time to be alive. Oh, God. Time to be alive. Trying to get you on this Godzilla soundtrack. Oh, God. <laughs> um, we get to see P. Diddy go to work, bossing people around. He's getting those, getting those tracks right. He's mixing the album. He's, he's really going for it. Mm-hmm. Um, bad Boy producers say... Uh, they're going to bring in a woman to help out with the band. And one of the, is it Chopper? Chopper. Chopper. He basically says like, what do you need a woman for? They're not as good as men or something. And everyone's like, whoa, you a chauvinist right now? Yeah. They all call him super funny. (laughs) Oh yeah. Kind of a funny thing. And he's an annoying guy. He does these weird impressions. He pisses people off. He answers the Mm -hmm. phone in the apartment when it's not for him. Right. Yeah. Leaves it like hangs up on people. Yeah. yeah. He's just a pain in the ass. So he's yeah. some so, annoying guy. Like, this is just the real world. Yeah. Like, and that's what I was going to say. Yes. Right. Yes. Um, he's and I think in the, the real world. I think how there were two seasons of the original Making the Band, correct? Yeah. Well, it says they dissolve them. In, oh, yeah. No, there was. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. 
think there because was I think the original three seasons, the pins three seasons eventually of devolved the to this also, where it was just okay. like them in the house all the time. Right. And honestly, when I remember making the band, I don't remember them actually making music. I remember them in the house. Like I remember like right. that was mm. what I watched, you know, in the right. drama that unfolded. But I feel like now making the original making the band, they have like dance lessons and stuff and they show a little bit of dub band making music. But now it's really maybe this is a standout episode, but I don't believe so. No, now it really is just the real world. This is just Jersey Shore. This is just everyone. They have a job together. Real world Mm -hmm. road rules challenge. Exactly what it was. Yeah, right. right. But that was was super popular back then. I mean, like every around that era, 2000, 2001, 2002. For sure. Don't get me wrong. Right. You know, I said this. I was talking about this at work yesterday. Legitimately, I love the Jersey Shore. Sure. Like, I think that show is ridiculous and I'm here for it. Uh, Same thing with the road rules. Like, I love real world road rules challenge. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, You know, where the Miz came from. Right. Mm -hmm. I loved it. Yeah, for sure. So I, you know, it makes sense that they would do this, but it's you play the hits, man. Not, you play the hits. Right. Oh God, right. yeah, this absolutely. Is, you know, yeah. moving to MTV, this is no longer let's make a let's let's make a super group. This is let's make the real world with music. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So the annoying guy answers the phone, and he said her lady's husband calls, and he the husband's like, "Go wake her up," and he says fuck you and hangs up the phone on the guy for some reason so then he calls back and this lady sarah is just sitting eating twizzlers talking on the phone <laughs> that's fine i totally get that it's, uh, like, it's like two in the morning i mean i've eaten twizzlers at two in the she morning she talks to her bandmate and says this guy thinks he's a big shot and he's a real dick of course he shows right up as soon as they're talking about how he's a dick you know real world style and they're like can you give us a minute and he goes I can give you a second. <laughs> what a fucking dick. <laughs> I hope I hope this doesn't come off as insensitive, but I'm gonna say it anyway, so I'm sorry. Uh, uh I couldn't understand a fucking word anyone was saying in this. No, because there's so many <laughs> swears being bleeped they just, out. Mu- they just mumble and swear at each other. Yeah, yeah. right. I, I, literally, there was entire scenes where I was just like and, and you know, you go back to that male chauvinist scene. Oh God! I really understand. Like, right. Are you a male chauvin? And the guy's like, "What?" He's yeah. like, "You are you a male chauvin? What? Yeah. Chauvin, chauvinist? Are you a male chauvinist?" He's like, "I don't know what that means." That was the entire conversation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, a great scene. Problem like, resolved. Too. That's it. It, it, yeah. It's just, it's just thirty minutes of mumbling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not well. Like the audio is terrible. Right. It's hard to hear anything. Yeah, and the, I mean, the bleeps are so there's so many bleeps. Oh, yeah. you can't understand. There's anything. a scene at the end with one of the girls, like kind of, I kind of give like a motivational speech, and it's literally yeah. just beeps the entire time. You don't, yeah. you get like two or three words in there. It's crazy. All right, so big. They make fun of him for me, Mister Big Shot. Sarah, whose husband called, just stress is killing my voice. Tony, send me a plane ticket. I want out of here. <laughs> And then he's like, no, <laughs> her husband doesn't let her do it. Yeah, and then yeah. she says, Expensive. what's wrong with you? Whoa. She says, man, I ain't fucking Beyonce. <laughs> Which is a fun line. None yeah. of us are. Yeah. Uh, and then we get, I forget, is it DMX? Slipping and falling, I can't get up. I remember yeah. that song from 2002. <laughs> they play that. Listen, you know, I'm slipping, I'm falling, I can't get up. Uh, Farnsworth, <laughs> man be out. Farnsworth Bentley shows up. Yeah, yeah. there he is. He was he in a bunch some... of Pharrell videos too, wasn't he? He was he in was. what? Pharrell. He was... he was in a bunch of Pharrell videos. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was a time where like 
do stuff like with outcast yeah i must say yeah. i remember him in outcast too yeah. they were just all in each other's videos all the time yeah like buster uh, rhymes was everywhere i fucking miss buster. outcast buster was <laughs> everywhere he's on every album yeah anyway farnsworth bentley says stuff to sarah to try to talk sense to her I'm like you're a good singer you'll be fine take a day off it'll be okay now Chopper, the guy who's pissing everybody off, is getting on P. Diddy's nerves. Mm. Oh, my God. You don't want to piss off the boss here. No, he'll kill you like he killed Biggie. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Twist. <laughs> it's funny you I said that. he has definitely killed somebody, right? It's funny you like, say Is there a doubt? I don't know. Uh, That's a joke that me and my, my group of friends have had since 1997, that P. Diddy's what? actually the mastermind behind everybody's dying. <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I he think killed Tupac and Biggie. He killed them both. In our group. Oh, he killed was them remember... both. That would surprise me, but I'm definitely going <laughs> to kill them Tupac. both. That's that's a joke. I don't. I don't believe he actually. Did For that. some reason, one of our friends, Greg, has the idea that Perry Farrell killed him. <laughs> like <laughs> announces it before he kills somebody else. It's like I'm going to kill you, before, like just, just like I killed Biggie. <laughs> oh, oh <I> know. <laughs> then goes uh, to black. <laughs> that's funny. Oh, it's not funny. Sad that they died. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, uh, the band, <laughs> right? Band, at the beginning. Yeah, right. <laughs> band goes out to the club, mm. and Chopper doesn't have an ID, so they can't get in. So the bouncers basically tell him, "Fuck you, get out of here." As every good bouncer should. <laughs> yeah, right. You don't. Have like I'm with Puff Daddy. Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Move along. That's what he says. Daddy. He says, "I'm I'm Bad Boy Records or something like that," as if he's mm-hmm. like. He is Puff Daddy and nobody believes him. And then everyone thinks he's a fucking douche because he did that and made everybody else look bad. I would totally, to go I, 100%, man. Like, I, you don't want to make a scene when you're trying to get yeah. into a club. I get it. Yep. And then he gets yelled at by the one member of the band. And she says, you're not P. Diddy. You're Chopper. Nobody knows who you are. <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate insult toward anybody. Hilarious. Look, guys, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I know sometimes I get a bit of a big head, but if if I if you need to give me the yeah. I'm not P Diddy speech, mm-hmm. I'll mm. understand. You'll you know, understand. You're a Chopper. A P Diddy intervention. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Speaking of the Godzilla soundtrack, he had a banger on that one. Yes, he did. Wow. <laughs> he sure did. Holy Holy shit. Shit. Seven minutes long. Yeah, yes. it goes on forever. That's probably my uh-huh. favorite. Yeah. It, yeah, that's probably my favorite uh, yeah, for like four minutes. Didn't, well, didn't the Wallflowers also yes. have a song yes. on that? Yeah, weird they did. They There's did the David Bowie cover. Yes, yeah. that's right. Right. There's a really good um Foo Fighter song on there, and I'm like, it? I'm not a big Foo Fighters fit, fan, but wow, hang on there. Foo Fighters, Wallflowers, P Diddy. Let me some Foo Ben Folds. Let me some Ben Folds. That is a snapshot of a time right there. Yeah, right. Hell of a soundtrack. It's a was the song soundtrack. about abortion that Ben Folds had uh, on the album? Yeah, Godzilla abortion. I mean, the whole movie's about Godzilla. an abortion. They literally blow up right. Madison Square Gardens. Right? Yeah, all babies, the kill his babies. One gets out. Spoiler. I loved <laughs> that movie, by the way. Ridiculous. Oh, man. There's not like, a Roland Emmerich banger I don't love. There is a, I guess, like that concept of Godzilla exists in like the Japanese Godzilla version too. It kept it going. They kept it going, and they call it like American or like Lizardzilla or something like that. <laughs> they call it Idiotzilla for some yeah, reason. Right. <laughs> Idiots. But like they have the real Godzilla fight that Godzilla, which is just all sorts of weird. That's and they great. just did it without any copyright. They're like, hey, you can't do that. And they're like, oh, here it is. Too bad. <laughs> it's already made. Too bad. I don't know about that. Right. Oops. Take us to court. Right. Overzilla. 
<laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, right. Uh, so we fast forward a ton here. We literally fast forward people like yeah. walking through the halls. It's like the whole show is like sped up to three, three X for some reason here because it's boring, I guess. No, because uh, that was the MTV style. Mm-hmm. Remember yeah. ribs where they were just like fast forward right. when they're walking and stuff. And stuff. But it's yeah. like them, even them talking. They talk for a second. It's like super fast. It's very confusing when you watch don't it on you all YouTube. remember tom green show come on <laughs> the green tom show the green <laughs> diddy asked sarah what's wrong with her and she says you know what i miss my kids and he's diddy diddy the philosopher he's yeah. like you know sarah nothing hard ever comes with nothing worth it ever comes without pain like, so you, you know, know what you make a good point diddy or p diddy or puff daddy or sean combs or whatever you're called now yeah not great advice there he was just basically like you know what you should probably just, yeah you know what get rid of your kids it'll be fine holding yeah. you back well it's all like good i got cause... kids all over the place yeah. i don't know their names i miss my family but who cares yeah right. but anyway, i'm on her... mtv and where are they her family shows up at the house and they wake her up That's and fun. she's very happy. Then she's go wake up that asshole in the other room, chopper, <laughs> which I thought was good. That and then he's good, like, yeah. oh, you know what? I do like it. I love kids. Yeah, I'm basically I'm just, a kid. That was fun. Yeah. That, was, yeah. that was fine. Yeah. Uh, Diddy go finally talks to chopper and says like, uh, you know what? I like you, but I don't like you, but I like yeah. you, but I don't like you. You're too cocky for me. I like cockiness, but I don't like too much cockiness. It's like very confusing pieces of yeah. advice. He's like, you need to grow up, but not too much. <laughs> go to like, Coney Island to get me a cheesecake. Basically, let me basically let me just say this. If you fuck with my money, you're out of here. <laughs> Good advice. <laughs> started with that. I uh, I feel like Greg, that is your speech every single day before you begin work uh, to your employees. <laughs> and then you need to use this one. Don't hit me with no bullshit. That's what Diddy <laughs> says. Oh, I'll say that tomorrow. Don't hit me with no bullshit. (laughs) Oh, that's going right at time. Don't hit me with no bullshit. Put put that on the wall somewhere. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Employee slogan. (laughs) Don't hit me with no bullshit. Uh, The group work on their vocals. They're all feeling it in the studio. They're all doing it over because P. Diddy decided that they should just redo it. So they all have to redo their parts. And everyone's feeling it. It's like (laughs) literally... um, Oof! Acid trip. There is yeah. five people. We get to hear each part of the song, and you it's cannot brutal. combine that in any order. No, That's going to make a good so song. So bad, so bad. So they do it, and Sarah hits her. Her she sings well this time. She can do it because she's not stressed out. And the next time on the show, there's a fight. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Yeah. Like a not totally fight, like maybe a scripted fight that they half-assed or something. Right. Very bizarre. With Dylon. Dylon. We don't see much of Dylon in this one. No, we don't. And then we get this, for whatever reason, this YouTube video plays the episode <laughs> in reverse, backwards. Yeah. Very <laughs> trippy. Like the last, it goes scene by scene, but backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, I there's wonder another... if that's to get around wait. some copywriters. It, it must have been. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. What absolutely. the hell is it's... happening? Listen, it's not just putting your video up. It's art now. Come on. Yeah, it was very interesting that it was like, I was like, wait, we saw this scene a minute ago. Oh, wait, we're yeah. going backwards. Why? Are we, what are we doing here? I like YouTube videos that try to do that. They like slightly angle the video yeah. or something or, you know. Put it in like a weird theater or something. Right, right, right. Yeah. Anyway, okay. that was Making the Band 2, Season 2. Needed more hot boys. 
At least yeah, 70%. Chopper's not doing it for me. Not enough hot boys. I like P. Diddy a lot. Like, um, sure. <laughs> I do like him. I like how weird he is. <laughs> he's definitely but, weird. Yeah. Not enough P. Diddy. He's that weird. was the problem. But the I think like he's not also a testament to why you shouldn't give creative types a lot of power. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Like sometimes you have to wrangle people. Mm-hmm. And I feel like P. Diddy's someone who needs to be wrangled sometimes. <laughs> He's the, the regular. He's the ultimate producer. What are you talking Vince about? Vince Russo of the music industry. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, yeah, but I feel like that's one of those things where, like, there's definitely somebody above P. Diddy on the yeah. totem pole who's telling P. Diddy what's going Some producer, yeah. right. Yeah. Who gets the final say. Absolutely. Mr. MTV. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's time. We've made it Ugh. for the final episode. And I'll see you next week. All right, guys. Uh, signing off. Uh, Fuller Actually, House. I might have some surprising opinions about this. Okay. Fuller House, season one, episode one, our very first show again. The entire Tanner clan comes together for a final reunion before the family all is sold. But parting turns out to be tougher than they expected. What accent? Out. Dadams, don't be daft. <laughs> now, where's my little sis? Well, Michelle sends her love, but she's busy in New York running her fashion empire. Fuller House is a show I've watched the first three seasons of. That's your official review. Yeah, yeah, this is where I first I was kind of in Mark's boat on Full House of like, oh, I enjoyed that show when I was a kid. It was fun. Great. And then they made Fuller House and I was like, cool, I have nothing to do. I will watch this. And I was like, this is fucking this is God fucking awful. Fuller House mm. sucks. It's terrible. If you think Full House is is bad, holy shit, Fuller House is really fucking bad really bad so much worse devoid of ideas yes 100 percent. that's such a great way to put it yeah and i would say this the the best people on the show are barely on the show and they're in this one so that makes it a little bit better than the rest of the series okay fair enough (laughs) okay we open with the og full house open yeah right uh, 29 years later thank god because we've always established that's the best part of full house is the music theme song right you gotta lead into what works maybe they do right 29 years later bob saget r.i.p he's there danny tanner with a new baby his grandson tommy jesse is there and i like how they i do like how they do this like one at a time let the audience cheer for a long time right entrance thing but it doesn't really it's weird for a television show (laughs) to do it's like better for yeah. like a late night talk show or a play right it's like very right. bizarre right for it a felt TV like a play show. it felt very much yeah. like a play yeah right but uncle jesse enters and he has the baby in an elvis outfit of course then joey comes up from the basement he does his <sighs> weird impressions and becky comes down and her and jesse flirt and we cheer 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 and then dj shows up mm-hmm. and she's like a star- crickets yeah, right. <laughs> they boo. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you be back? Anyway, she shows up. She. <laughs> I would love it if that happened and they left it in. Like, fuck you. Shit flying onto the screen. Like looking around like, what? I'm going to throw an octopus what at it. What happened? <laughs> <Stella>? <laughs> a dildo octopus. <laughs> Uh, so she's a vet. She's a struggling mom. 
she has Danny three kids, right? She tells she says at that point, like you she let has she three kids, right? She's a vet, she owns her own business, right? And we don't know anything. A else. veterinarian, Just not like a born more, right? <laughs> a veterinarian, yes. not a right. Okay, a veterinarian. <laughs> She wasn't. She did not <laughs> fight in the war. Somebody. Combat pilot awesome. DJ. Now that's a reboot I would check <laughs> out. DJ the in the window with gun the star DJ, DJ in Iraq. Lean, <laughs> lean civilians as she blows them <laughs> Black Hawk down, starring <laughs> DJ. So a necklace of ears. <laughs> Turn she just trying, with she comes home. Gun. She's trying to deal with the PTSD <laughs> with her three uncles. Their dad. <laughs> It's all a fever dream. <laughs> she wakes up at Her night with night vision goggles on. Jay's letter. Oh God! Now that's something you can sink your teeth into, baby. <laughs> it's the only thing that explains this. She's literally having flashbacks. <laughs> <laughs> David Lynch presents Fuller House. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. She, she waterboards Joey. <laughs> you will Where's tell your, me your secrets, you infidel. Where's your puppet now? Where's the woodchuck? Cut his head off. The puppet. <laughs> anyway. DJ's there. <laughs> Danny and Becky are leaving San Francisco to do Wake Up USA in Los Angeles. God, sounds horrible. Oh my God. <laughs> Basically, the Today Show, I guess. Yeah. Jesse's going to move to LA to work on General Hospital to do the music for General Hospital, which wow. is a joke because wasn't he on General he Hospital? He was on. That's yeah, how that's where he got he was start. on. Yeah. Before yeah. yeah there's the inside joke there. There's a lot of fourth lot ball of breaking oh, fan yeah. service. Yes. Like nostalgic gun to the face. Yeah. Uh, Stephanie shows up with an accent. This is one of the few jokes I actually laughed at. Like, it why works she, for me. Why yeah, does she right, have an accent? Fine. This is funny. Right. She's a DJ in London now, so she has an accent. And then the big like news breaking thing of the time, they uh, everyone asks where Michelle is, mm-hmm. and I think it's Bob Saget who says she's busy in New York with her fashion line. And then they literally stop the show, yep. turn right. and scold basically scold mary kate and ashley Holtz. yeah they yes. mug to the camera for like mean mug for out. Too long. right as Forever. if this had, as if the scene had babies in boxes it stays on it yeah, that long. right i mean they're just keeping up a long tradition right right yeah exactly <laughs> right it's not they don't know where, how to cut in 1986 they're not going to learn in 2012 <laughs> what did you think of this moment because this was the big moment yeah, that they they was... were going to scold mary kate and ashley olsen for not wanting to do the and show she never she never ended up on the show right or they oh. they never ended up on the no, show they didn't. i guess right yeah, sure, they don't no. give a fuck they're yeah, married to like 60 year old painters and shit right right I would, yeah why they're because the they joke with... is that they're too busy with their fashion empire Except right. that they're actually too busy right. with their fashion empire. And Who cares uh, if they're fucking happy? Jesus Christ, leave them alone. Right. Like it's... They hang out with Jeff Goldblum in jazz piano lounges, and right. that sounds really fun. So, I'd rather do that than hang out with DJ Tanner too. <sighs> Unless she was. They were saying it wasn't from... <laughs> Elizabeth <laughs> from the war. Elizabeth Olsen was talking about how like they wanted to have them involved in one of the Marvel shows or tv shows and they're like no we don't want to act anymore i'm like yeah. that's perfectly fine like right. you don't have to keep doing what right. you did at one point in your life 
That's how, totally fine. How weird was it when you figured out that she was their sister too? I'm like, wait, what? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wait, what? I mean, she does look like them, but it took me a she while does, to figure that out. So interesting. Yeah, it's like, wait, they have another sister who acts right. and is also very good at acting. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Uh, For anyway. reference, we don't know that the Mary Kate and her good at acting. No, we, you're right. We don't know. I've I, never I, seen I don't it. think they. They probably don't think they are. Right. To be honest, they're probably like, okay, we did that. We, we got Elizabeth Olsen out of this. We're fine. We don't yeah, need any more. Right. Since we got a good. Had a good one. So they should have just had her play the role. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you come do it? Right. You kind of well, look like that. Well, also happened with the fucking Culkins too. Yeah. Right. Right. right like right. the youngest one is the only one still acting, and he's super fucking good at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So they do this fourth wall. Okay, the fourth wall break. You show so, like show right, derailing, thing, or and we'll get to it. I would be fine with it if it was a little faster. Okay. Yeah, right. It just took way too long. Way right. too long. The right after that, the babies in boxes return as babies, uh, adults in boxes. They show up as right. full adults, and they're dumb. And I kind of like this bit. It worked for me. Tiny bit. It did. The only complaint I had, I do like the bit. I thought that was funny. I don't. F- I never got the impression that like their parents were Jesse and you know like right. it, 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 they yeah. just they didn't have a lot of interaction right. or like emotion with the characters. It was they just hate like, them. oh, they hate yeah, them. Right. Right. Oh yeah, there's like utter disdain. But I also get that. I understand. Yeah. Like. If I spent 70k on my kids' tuition and they were like, hey, we're gonna sell shrimp tacos, I'd be like, All right, I'm not thrilled about what's right. happening right here. Especially I like since the... it's probably 70k each. Yeah, <laughs> so, right. You know, you don't get I... a twin discount at college. <laughs> I think it's funny from like the parents' end, but the babies in boxes aren't very good. No. Like, no. The oh, they're terrible. terrible. They also yeah. literally haven't acted since mm-hmm. then. Right, right. Yes. Um, like they were babies in boxes and now they're adults with jobs. <laughs> <laughs> those are the roles that they've had that's my new album by the way <laughs> adults with jobs <laughs> babies in boxes dot 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 adults with jobs it's a double album yeah right oh yeah i like the idea of like an old man cover band called adults with jobs i <laughs> 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 can't do this all the time right. we're not that great right. at musicians no we're not that great I, at musicians you just you don't see that playing like a dive bar on a wednesday yeah. oh, night God, yeah. jobs yep some campground somewhere Play Nirvana and that's what we're gonna Green name Day our next podcast. Yeah, adults with jobs. We record we talk once about every the four first months. half of our long television shows that we watched before we fell asleep. <laughs> adults <laughs> with jobs. Yeah, the weird. Uh, I thought about this, but then I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. Do it. watching the first half of Sopranos episodes. I didn't do it. I didn't yeah. feel like it. Yeah, My back started hurting. <laughs> yeah. I got sleepy. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> My back started hurting, so I stopped. Never went back. <laughs> and then three years later, yeah, oh yeah Walter White. That that's your good. Watch the first twenty-five. It would be minutes. so much fun because we could guess what happened at the second half of the episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everybody loves that. Right, yeah. right. Your fantasy book would already happen. Yeah, <laughs> and then I, and I, I mean, Tony must kill Steve Buscemi, right? Right. <laughs> it must end with something real he's right? acting up <laughs> oh jesus uh jesse says damn we still look good especially me and he does he's yeah. right oh, that's that that an accurate statement he yeah. says all that skin cream you made fun of me for and now look at me Kimmy gibbler comes back she's now an event planner and she's planning the party for the the going away of the adults have they all lived in the same house this 29 years no they all they all left they, they're or they about, like, leave and they're just coming back for this yeah party. they're just coming back to celebrate okay. i think yeah so uh stephanie's dj name is dj tanner I kind of like that. 
DJ's yeah. like, that's my name. She's like, no, DJ Stephanie was taken. So I'm DJ Tanner. And it is accurate because I'm a Tanner. Yeah. But she does all this in an English accent. I had a friend like that. Like, who like took on an accent? So her really? family was British. Okay. But she was, I mean, she was really not. She lived in America literally her entire life. Mm-hmm. She spoke exactly like you and I would. But when she would go home for the weekend, she would come back with a British accent for a couple really? days. Really? And it was hysterical. Oh, my God. Without even what? knowing it? Or was oh, she trying? Sure. No control. Interesting. Wow. Yeah. There's this actress on The Walking Dead. I forget who, what her name is. Lauren something. Who is has that? Like, her dad is English and her oh, mom's really? not. And, like, you can't. Like, the accents don't one starts and the other begins like you can't who is it who plays maggie is that who it is? yeah maggie yeah yeah i will yeah. say because i've heard her talk in real life and it's I got like that. if you were I listening to an interview it's the accent yeah weird. it was it would just mold it into yeah. one and then went right. to the other yeah right it just yeah. changes every second so yeah right it's very weird um so the new kids come downstairs we get introduced to the cool 10 year old boy and the annoying younger brother oh, i want to fucking kill that kid max holy shit super annoying uh, and then other kids show up late. There's so many kids again. Yeah, Kimmy's kid, right? Kimmy's kid. That's later, but yeah. Yep. Uh, there's a there's a dig on Donald Trump here. Uh, in this episode. Multiple. It seemed yeah. too early for that, right? It's like 2012, right? No, this is 15, this later. 14 or 15, 15 or 16, maybe. Okay. It's still seemed early. Yeah. Uh, also very forced. 20, so, 2016 is when this came okay out. so yeah maybe he was running at that time he was running yeah yeah i don't think he had been elected yet but uh yes yeah, so we get a dig on him which i did laugh at this one line where he's like i know all the bad words like donald trump <laughs> which is kind of funny they do linger on that quite a bit too yeah, only he they knew try, they try to do another callback to it and it doesn't quite There's work a second you know, one yeah, yeah it's not right this show has never done that. Like it's really out of its world when out yeah. of its depth when it's doing political jokes. Like, okay, calm down. That's why I tune into Fuller House with yeah. the, the sharp political commentary. Calm down, Full House. Know your lane. What are you doing? Talk about Reagan more. Yeah. <laughs> Selling the house, they have to sell it. It's sad, but Jesse goes, You know how much this pu- puppy would go for? We've talked Damn about right, this. Damn right, Jesse. Holy Very shit. Funny. He knows real estate. Good observation. You can buy so, like, houses for each one of us yeah. on this house. Jesse's super cynical in this episode. Yeah. Which I don't feel really was his character in the original. No, right. he was very positive all the time. That was yeah. Like, yeah. He was sassy, though. Oh, he was sassy for sure. But this one, he's he like, like making fun of his own kids for being dumb. Yeah, and hating right. yeah like he's a little mean almost. Right. Like, why are like, don't stay here. Let's get the hell out of here. Right. And make some like money. Jesse was like, just yeah. as sentimental yeah. as the rest of them, especially about right. this house. Yeah. The right. last episode right. we right. saw the whole Christmas thing. Remember that? I mean, where he yeah. was like, you know, bringing the guy home for Christmas type of thing. Right. And right. right. Forcing him to call his children. Kimmy puts her feet on the table and Stephanie says, how rude, of course, and breaks the accent. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, you, you don't have a British accent anymore. It's like, oh, uh, I guess I'm cured from that disease or whatever was wrong with me. Better beat that joke to the ground. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it was funny for. Yeah, it went on too long. It's like everything went on too yeah. long. Yeah. Funny for a minute. We get the new theme song with all the glow ups of these people. Yeah, right. That's good looking. I like glowed that. Up. Yeah, glowed the mu- up. I, I like the music, too. I thought the, the updated version was fine. So this is a gimmick that they use in the show after this. 
of like, here's a scene. And then oh, here's really? the identical scene. We're going to see this later. But huh. I thought this worked in the theme song version where it's like, here's the old pictures yeah. of these people and now the new ones. Agreed. Stephanie gets all dolled up and wearing a banger dress and DJ walks in and is like, what whoa, is whoa. going on? This was a little boss. much for me. Yeah, was it ever? Holy shit. Like, I expected the end. I expected her to put a sweater on, but right. she does not. Mm-hmm. And she it is, is rocking this prevalent thing. Those are. for the rest of the episode. She's Those like boobers he, are out there. Let's just tell people who are who can't yeah. who didn't see this. Like her, they are out there, and it's weird because it's crazy, right? And like racy. I'm not against that in general. No, but this is fine. still a children's show, and right. like I mean I don't know. I was distracted. It's I was very distracted too. But it's also <laughs> weird because like this is Stephanie. Like we've done not only sure. this show, but like it's well, somebody who when I you grew literally up with, showed me her as a child like right. 15 seconds ago, right? Right, and now the rest. Yes very weird it's like that one fucking prom episode all or the one to high school episode all over again where we have to like sexualize things it's weird. yeah dj says you need to put some clothes on this is a party for dad not abitha or whatever <laughs> right yeah fair enough yeah who, uh, who are you dressing up for yeah. one of the rippers yeah. like, <laughs> have you seen the attendees of this party dj <laughs> i have doing? to confess something <laughs> oh god I've always wanted to hook up with a ripper. Oh. <laughs> ripper number three. Oh, God. I, I got my eye on tambourine over there. Oh, God. <laughs> she plays the tambourine, too, later. Yes, she DJ's does. husband is dead, because, of course, he is. Uh, he died doing what he loved, fighting fires. So, uh, <laughs> hell? You think he really loved that? Jesus he died Christ. doing what he loved, not living. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Better than fighting insurgents like DJ did. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh god. Uh, it's anyway. just a weird throwaway line. Yeah. It is like so weird. <laughs> it's so weird because we're so happy that everyone's together. We can't write right. it down too much, I guess. So she's like, Stephanie, you really just you really need to have a family. We're having this conversation now here. Like yeah, this? Right. what the hell? And she's like, No, I'm interested in no strings, baby. All right, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, the boys they then argue about the room and then Ugh. break the curtain, just like in the original episode. And the we remember that <laughs> men all come in and huddle up, Do just we? like old times. <laughs> you might have blocked it out. Yeah, you I might saw have the episode. I know that much. So they huddle up and uh, talk some sense in the girls, and then Joey decides he's going to babysit the kid while they go to a party yeah. downstairs. What the fuck is going on here? And so when he does, he scares the living shit out of this kid with his puppets. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Danny has a new wife who is not yeah, Vicky. Who we just gloss over like real quick. She comes in. She's real horny. Yep. Like finally going to get out of here and you're going to stop being a babysitter and we're going to get it on in Los Angeles on the beach. And he's like, great. Sounds good. Good. Babies in boxes explain their plans after college to open a fish taco truck, except they need fish tacos and a food truck. And they need their parents to buy that stuff for them. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Kid Max is also a clean freak. So we're going to continue the clean freak stuff. But it was kind of fun seeing yeah. Danny and him like bond over Clorox or whatever. That I was okay with. Like all yeah. those clean jokes to me worked. Everything else that kid uttered did not work. Right. Fernando and Ramona show up at the door. It's Kimmy Gibbler's ex-husband who's 
like ridiculously handsome guy and everyone's yeah. surprised by who's i believe a indie car driver or something has some weird job where he's like a race car driver or something and he's just so enamored with kimmy gilbert he can't get away from her because she does things he literally says this on this kid's show he does things in the bedroom she knows things from the kama sutra that no one else knows and kimmy gilbert's like you've been cheating on me your whole marriage (laughs) please don't come here but he says i will never give up on you and then he drops off ramona DJ Stephanie puts on new kids on the block and everybody dances to new kids on the block. I'm sure a lot of people love this thing. Oh, I'm sure everyone loves this song. shit. Yeah. Love this shit. The boys try to dance too and they're terrible. They don't, <laughs> they don't know the, the dance moves, yeah. but they try anyway. The doorbell rings again. It's Aladdin. Yay! I mean, Steve. Steve's back. So uh, this is the only person I legitimately like popped for when they got to show up. I'm like, oh, hey, right. it's him. Yeah. He says, Comet Junior Junior is about to go in labor. I need your help. <laughs> to DJ. All right. I like how Comet is now yeah, many like... generations removed. Right. At first, and it's still called Comet. I had forgotten that she was a vet. So I'm like, that seems weird. Like, my dog is in labor. Help. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we thought she was a war veteran this whole time. <laughs> uh... All right. <laughs> Let's do this shit. (laughs) And the babies in boxes inhale helium (laughs) because they couldn't be any more annoying. They have to inhale helium during the party. Uh, After this party, everyone's going to go their separate ways. So Jesse hit it. Hit your big single in Japan forever. Oh, good thing the rippers are here. Those weirdos (laughs) in the corner are here. Who was just hanging out in the alcove. So. Uh, so he sings. Stephanie shows her singing ability. She sings as well. If that was her, she was good. I mean, if that yep, was really right. her. She's, so. a, she's taken up over after Jesse. She's a singer. Yeah. Danny then, after that song ends, sings Wild Thing and everyone leaves, which I thought was a decent bit where he's mm-hmm. like, all right, let's go. Like he's always trying to sing in the original series. So yeah, everyone's just out of there. The dumb kids do a bunch of stuff. Jackson makes his brother take the trash out because he says that he impl- <laughs> implanted an explosive in his head. And if he doesn't do what he says, his head will explode. <laughs> and then Ramona says, that's from Mission Impossible. And Max is like, all right, we'll screw you. And uh, I'm not going to do these other things for you. It is really bad. Mm-hmm. Sucks. Right. Anytime this show tries to tell new jokes, bad, uh, flat on its face. Right. The right. new kids are rough. Yeah. Steve goes into the kitchen. He says, you know, I thought we'd always be together. Ste- or, uh, whoa. <laughs> that would have been fun. I thought we'd Wait, always, always be <laughs> <What together>. turn. <laughs> he, he just turns. Oh. I can't okay, get away. Okay, but hold this wood block, Steve. Uh, <laughs> You're an honorary ripper now. Uh, that's her, that's her <laughs> fetish. So he takes all the leftovers because he's still, even though he's skinny, he loves to eat. That's fine. Yep. Danny and Kimmy talk about how she saw him naked all through the years that they live next door to each other. (laughs) He's just like, oh, oh, okay. Because he's (laughs) like, what if you stop barging in? What if you saw me naked? And she's like, I've seen it. (laughs) Like, what? To be honest, I don't like much of anything about the original show, but like Danny and Kimmy interactions, which is not common, 
are pretty good usually. Like right. we're, we're in Disney World, like that, that's one of my favorite jokes of Full House is where he goes over all the kids' names and is like begrudgingly says Kimmy's name. Yes. I thought that was very funny. <laughs> so. They do finally hug it out. Yes, that's right. And tensions rise because Tommy has an ear infection and oh. Comet Jr. Jr. is going to have problems giving birth. So we have to solve all these problems all at the same time now. And as DJ gives birth to these puppies, brings them into the world, Max, the idiot kid who's there, uh, says, I, what about the puppy we're supposed to have? Give us one of yeah. those puppies. And she's like, puppies are a lot. We can't Tell have a puppy. That. Yeah. And Greg knows. Yeah, right. I you actually can't. I mean, right. I know. Got I, got, I got two new ones and they yeah, are right. a lot. I don't blame her. How old are they? Six months now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This so one, not, this one, we got this one at three months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Big mistake. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> DJ says, if we get a puppy, I'll have to do everything. You guys don't do shit. And my only support system's leaving tonight, which I totally get. Oh, God, uh, yeah. I related to that one. <laughs> Becky Becky holds the baby for a while, and then she says to Jesse, I want another baby. And he goes, baby, that ship is sunk, and all the seamen were lost at sea. <laughs> Out of place. <laughs> Very weird. So, Becky, you're like 50. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, don't do that. Right. Let's be real about this, Aunt Becky. Yeah. Right, right. Right. First off, you're about to go to prison, not have a right. Baby. Yeah. These two kids who we got in college, they're under investigation. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, it's reasonable, right? That like in this world, that's also how those kids got to college. Yeah, of like, course. Jesse's a big famous rock star. Yeah, she's right. on television. She's about yep. to be a USA Today or whatever. Yeah, yep. right, right. Are they going to USC? Oh, there is a line she gives later when she says, uh, yeah. I'll take the baby and I'll give it back when it's time to fa- pay for college. And I'm like, yeah. well, you never paid for college, so you're good. You know <laughs> Super easy. DJ checks on Tommy. She cries and has a meltdown, but everyone hears her on the monitor. Ooh, ooh. So the family <laughs> decide they're going to help. The boys all decide, we've done it before. Let's do it again. But then Stephanie and Kimmy say, no, it's our turn to step up. Danny says, uh dj says i gotta figure, find a bigger apartment i'm not i don't know how i'm gonna do that and then he's like don't worry just take the house i'll take it off the market oh okay here's, what a gift. here's a four and a half million dollar yeah. gift that i'm just giving you enjoy that yeah jesse goes are you sure that's a good idea you know how much <laughs> yeah. this thing is worth right thank you jesse thank you <laughs> oh i like that uh yeah. max finally gets his puppy and then Tommy's ear infection happens, and this is what I was talking about at the beginning, where it's yes. like it kind of works on the theme song, but this is just bizarre. Where they show the Flintstones thing from the pilot, where they sing the Flintstones thing, which we show, all universally hated, which we yeah. hated, and they side by side screen, yeah, exact scene, word for word on both sides, with the new cast doing the exact same stuff for the new baby, and it's just like, this is such a weird choice. Yeah. You side by if, side. But like, if you can't that. point at something and say, remember this thing, the show right. doesn't work. Right, why 100%. You could have done it without showing the old They couldn't. Too. Yeah. Whoever made the show was the same untalented hacks who made the original. Who had no oh subtlety God. whatsoever. Like, absolutely. Right. Like, like there's okay, okay there's, right. there's no twist it's the scene and the scene word for word next to it's each hard other. to compare but let's go back to that leftovers episode where the subtle nods to perfect strangers right so subtle just, i didn't even write it down right, that you could just <laughs> go on and like oh that was awesome oh that's cool it's a throwback oh if you get it you get it if you don't you don't that's fine 
Now just like they're just hammering over your head. <laughs> see <laughs> this? You right. see this shit? <laughs> you remember? Yeah. I'm gonna make you remember. <laughs> go pay your mortgage. <laughs> you fucks. You're old now. <laughs> You're old now. You gotta get a hip replaced. Right. Go chase uh, your dog. <laughs> oh god. Puppies are a lot. Um <laughs> so the new cast the new cast takes over and the old guys leave and then the show gets a lot worse. So if you thought that was bad, it gets so much worse. Oh, does it ever because everybody cool leaves? I guess except for Stephanie, who's kind of funny in this episode. But yeah. DJ Stephanie and uh Kimmy remain, everybody else is out of there basically for the whole season. Yeah, minus a couple little cameos here and there. But this show fucking stinks. Stinks. I'm and it sorry. ran for like five years, right? It went for five, five years. Wow. Wow. So stinks. Absolutely stinks. At least the first three seasons. Do, anyway. Um, I'm not watching this, so you can spoil it. Do um, Steve and um, DJ get married at some point? There's a, there's a will there, won't they, with her and some other guy. Okay. <clears throat> and Steve. There's a whole subplot where Stephanie... Um, I don't think she can have a baby. So that's why she says the thing things in this episode of like oh, no strings okay. attached. Well, it's because she can't have it. Like she biologically can't have a baby. So I think she has to, or she couldn't, or it didn't work out or she had a miscarriage or something. I forget exactly what it was, but then she eventually has a baby or adopts a baby. I don't know. Oh, has a baby at the, the end. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> yeah. Little tambourine ripper. <laughs> yeah. uh, Ramona and the boy, I think, have crushes on each other. Of and they, they will there one the whole time. And they live yeah. in the same house. Of course. So it's weird. weird. Yeah, very weird. <sighs> anyway, that's full That of would house. be troubling for a young boy. Oh, God. Oh, my yeah. I was God. Say, it would be brutal. Have a girl convenient, but weird. You who's not a relative. Yeah, right. Oh, my God. Brutal. Oh, my. Yeah. Brutal, brutal, brutal. All Plus, right. I mean, you're going to use that bathroom. I mean, Last thing you want is somebody banging on that door. Oh yeah, your crush banging on that door. Weird. So um, uh, I didn't hate this. If you wow. told me this was a one-off and mm. there weren't five seasons after it, I probably would have been pretty on board. Okay, I'd be like, you know, oh, this is a it's fun acceptable half an hour reunion special. They point at a bunch of stuff that I recognize. They right. run to the camera. I right. get to see the twins grown up. Like if I had affection for the show. I, it would be a lot of fun to see them say some of the similar jokes and just see if, see them sure. grown up. And sure, stuff right. Like, sure. You know, but that could like, have been I on Jimmy watch... Fallon in a nine-minute skit. Mm-hmm. Yes, I would watch like a, a half an hour episode of Saved right. by the Bell where they go to their twenty-year class reunion, and we just get to see everybody grown up and they make some jokes and they point at Mister Belding and everyone has a good time. Sure, but then if Zach and fucking Kelly Kapowski cracked jokes for five more years i'd have some issues <laughs> <laughs> they're doing that isn't the saved by the bell right I, thing? I think so Apparently I, it's pretty good but it's not like it's not zach and kelly's big saved by the bell adventure like yeah. they have kids and sure they're in it a little bit but it's, it's just like girl meets world like it's a right. show about that girl it's not a show about Corey and Topanga. Mm. they're in it but it's not mm-hmm. about them. and i just okay. don't see how this show could function without the original right. show didn't function without finger pointing. It's like, it, look, it's cut it out. He's doing the joke you want. He did it. Mm-hmm. Right. It's almost like arrows and like air horns should have happened when the right. jokes. <laughs> and, <laughs> and also, like, 
the mo the characters that people really liked were like Jesse and Joey to some extent. I think people sure, have really fine. had an affinity for. I fucking hate Joey, but I, sure, I, right? But like at the time, and you know, and those were like nobody tuned in to see DJ. Nobody tuned no, in to see right. Stephanie. Michelle, what maybe. Kind of actually. Well, baby Michelle, actually, yeah. yeah. We're, right, we're, baby maybe Michelle, Michelle, yes. But like, put wasn't that in, there, in a box and let me look at it. Who actually likes Stephanie in the original show? Yeah, <laughs> She's right. like a grumpy ass. Honestly, this is this Everyone was the episode hit her so I liked. Hard. She had real world complexes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> this is the episode I liked her the most in out of every full house episode. I was going to say, she is like yeah. the one shining light of this yeah. whole series. Is like, she's pretty good as an actress and right. funny and talented before i get to the top five i gotta know yeah one of one from each of you what is the reboot from tgif you need to see mm -hmm. Give, pitch it to me what's the reboot that hasn't happened that needs to happen okay i mean we know what mark's answer is um yes, and i'm mark's not gonna is. lie i might i might agree with him there's a extent. there's a world where you can do that so I well think so well. except age. for we're missing yeah. jessica walter that's the only problem right but this day and age with what we can do now i think a dinosaurs reboot would be a fucking smash it i, I really but do. i also I... think it's a bit of a cop-out yeah because you can literally just remake dinosaurs i mean mm -hmm. like just make the puppets and shoot a new show right what if you didn't do um, puppets what if it was animation and i don't think it would um, work maybe. as I don't see it has I don't to like be it puppets. Animated. It has to be puppets. I feel like that is its charm. I really do feel like that. Um, mm. Animation is just too lazy for me. Like you know, like if you're gonna do it, let's do a Muppets. Let's do fucking Jim Henson. You know, let's let's do this Go right. All out. Yeah, right. And let's just commit to it this time because some so, of the jokes were. I, I I drew. I feel like it would work now. I really do. Especially because it, it was right. ahead of its time. Like the stuff they talked about on that show, like being environmentally right, friendly. Relevant. This right, the same scripts. Right, right. right. You could just do. What would it? Uh, uh, would it just be the family again? Like, what would it? How would it? Or, play or, out? or do it, Rob. Do with Robbie, like Robbie's family, where Robbie turns into Carl. Like, I think that's perfectly reasonable. So every kid eventually becomes their dad. That they all almost died in. Right, that was just a bad storm. The next day it was over. They were all fine. Okay, <laughs> and that's, then just that's back a joke. to normal. Right, just back to normal. Right, the next day is like, refrigerator day, right. and they're yeah, they're right. exactly, again. and it helped them free stuff. And then boom, Robbie's family. You know, and Robbie's got a kid who looks like Earl. I think it would be funny. You know, so okay, who hits him with a frying pan? He gets married to Ridgefield's daughter. Yeah, right. Ridgefield's so daughter. Ridgefield's still around. Yeah, his, that's his dad's father-in-law. Yeah, that'd be fun. He's always trying I, to eat him in every episode. <laughs> I do genuinely think that Dinosaurs is probably the only show that works that i would also mm -hmm. want to see yeah like i don't see family matters because i don't want to see old urkel right um and i don't I feel like that's been family done because it just doesn't work anymore same no. with perfect strangers like as much as i love perfect strangers well there are the original they're, cast. they're doing it right they're remaking perfect strangers at some point with two girls and like a new one's just going to be a cop-out because what mm -hmm. makes that show so great is those two people right yeah Unless those two new people have the same kind of chemistry. Yeah, like you feel like Impossible. you gotta give it a shot. You don't know, but I mean, give it a shot. I will. I would. Right. I'll, I'll see. I'll watch the first. I'll one. I'll begrudgingly watch it. Yeah, and I'll right, begrudgingly right, right. watch most things. I'll begrudgingly like... watch my sex tape every night. <laughs> I don't. I take a lot of notes. I, like I know study. you're always impressed by that backflip, but I think I've done it better. I study every sixty-seven <laughs> seconds of that video. <laughs> it just. 
And then the, the five and a half hours of crying afterwards. I like how a backflip is in there and it's still only 67 seconds. It's mostly prep work. <laughs> a lot of stretching leading up to a backflip. And then it's just in and out. In and out. His go-to move is the backflip. It's like a it's, mating dance of an insect. Six, 67, 60 seconds of stretching, seven seconds, six seconds right. backflip, right. one second ejaculation. Five hours of crying. Five hours of crying. <laughs> Called the Greg special. Oh, you know what? I love the third hour of crying. That's my favorite. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I, I, get I, real, I get real emotional. Real whaley at that point. I often good. skip to the third hour. Just right. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> There's a lot of theatrics. The first time I saw a Sears catalog and how it made me feel funny. <laughs> I ripped out the bra section and I just put it under my bed. Filthy. Filthy. And I shamed myself. Dirty pillows. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with us? Uh, <laughs> I feel like I feel like there's a somewhere in step by step we could go. Like Oh, maybe. Like a, you know what? Oh, yeah. It's like, a, oh, my God, dude. Having like, Frank and Carol as like the grandparents would be them. fucking awesome. That'd be great. There's like a unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt, like Brennan comes out of the basement. He doesn't know what's <laughs> happened over the last 20 years. Like, what? Their cell phones? What's going on? Is Cody still making a pumpkin in the parking lot? Yeah. I, it's something Cody based where he's a karate teacher who. Yeah. Uh, Oh man, yeah, you know sure. what? Like JT's family. I, mean, I would ah, that'd be good. There's a lot there that could be different yeah. than the show, right? And you could pick literally any of them right. to be right. the focus. JT you want Al, is, you want JT, you want yeah. right. JT is married to a ghost now, and <laughs> that's what ghosts they live together with their ghost, ghost step kids. by step. I'm gonna yeah. do it. Right. <laughs> uh, there's a lot to mine there. All right, yeah. top five time. Let's let's rank these. This is a tough one. Yeah. Sorry. Number five, worst the band. reboot. Yeah, the band. The band. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That was We're shit. Good. Yeah, I agree. Let's sweep it. Making the band five. Yeah. No doubt. It was terrible. It was probably the bad episode for me to pick. So it, it just wasn't me. great. Yeah. Right. We didn't it know what's bad. going on. Everyone mumbled themselves yeah. to death. It was just bad to watch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was a bad but, video. Yeah. I do um, remember watching it though. Like you know at the time i because I, I knew who all the characters were so right, i mean, yeah. do remember seeing it i just yeah that episode was just ugh. well i mean i just loved when we watched the sweet lou version <laughs> yeah, and then to go to the pop daddy so version fun. just doesn't have that weird yeah, the charm right yes right no frosted tips anywhere yeah the, the, honestly the most exciting thing about it was just its relationship to dave Chappelle show the, the Ch- yeah Chappelle right show, that great skit. spoofing it that's right what makes it's me also like it. reasonable that like there's a there's got to be better episodes. As a teenage white kid in 1999, right? Do we um 2000 it, like the original making the band oh. resonated mm-hmm. more with me than the 2002. Like at that point, sure. I was in college. Right. Um, you know, like but like the structure sweaters, the frosted tips, the fucking big ass jeans, pants, those the things right. we were wearing, the in, shoes, in, and at all that, that time. Like right. Um, like it, that just resonated more with me. Like I appreciated seeing that more because that's what was around me. Right, right. Like I have no pretenses about the life I lived. That's that's what mm-hmm. I know. Right. Right. All right. Number four on the list. Full house, I guess. Full yeah. House I was gonna say me. full house. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I enjoyed it. Again. Yeah. Not not loved it. Like I, I this is the second time I've seen it now. Uh, 
and I would not go back ever a third time. Mm-hmm. Wow. But um, I mean, you might for again uh, as a another episode. item. There's no more. <laughs> I thought this was a fun little. Yeah. Oh, it's nice to see everybody again. Right. Wow. A nice visit with people. Right. 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 I agree. Like if I had gone into the, if we didn't do this podcast and I saw that that was available, I probably would watch it just because like, oh, Full House, right. that was fun. I remember watching that. Right. Like, like you were saying, Ryan. Like that's how you kind of like saw yeah. it. Yeah. You know. In I feel super... like I could do that, ahead, and I would leave here saying like, I don't want to watch anymore. But that was nice to see everybody one more time. In a super weird way, this shows me how weaponized nostalgia can be. Yeah. Because even after we've watched, what, eight terrible fucking episodes of Full House? You hate this. I still got that, like, pleasure of seeing, like, Danny Tanner and Jesse and the twins grown up and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. the the pointing and the, hey, look at this, remember this, it it still works on me, even though I know for a fact that I hate this fucking show. (laughs) (laughs) They did it. They did it to you. Yes. Yeah. But that just—I mean—that's that is why so many of these remakes exist. That's why there's a new right. RoboCop mm-hmm. because people, despite the fact that they do or do not like the original, they still they want have, to see something they yeah. know. Yeah. yeah they have and to I feel see like something they know. that might also be why these TV shows struggle to work because, like, the nostalgia wears off very quickly. You know, yeah. you, that's why you see like Hawaii Five only last like three seasons, or you know, MacGyver only last one, is because people are like, oh, that was fun. Let's see this again. <laughs> you know, I'm done. Like, it's just yeah. what what else is on? Like, I get it. It's the same as I've always seen it. So let's move on. Okay, that brings us to number three. Oh man, this is so difficult for me. Yeah. Um, just, oh, go ahead. Because I feel like Leftovers is a cop out for me to put it number one. Okay. Like. Of all the shows we watched, as and in the spirit of the of what we're doing here as a TGIF podcast, I will yeah. put mm-hmm. the leftovers number three. Okay. Despite I'm the surprised. fact that it was easily my favorite show we watched. Yeah, season. just put it one. Who cares? No, no, because it is. It wasn't a good TGIF episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if this came on after Clueless, <laughs> we'd be upset. <laughs> Parents would be sending letters. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna put. In the spirit of our wow. podcast, as a TGIF yeah. podcast, wow. leftovers number three, strictly because it's a bad TGIF episode. Wow, Oops. interesting criteria here. I like that though; it's a I, little bit different. I don't know what's happening. Uh, yeah. I think the world is going to end because Fuller House wasn't last, and yeah. uh, Perfect Strangers wasn't first. What However, hold up, are you he okay? Can, hold up, he can still Send put some... Bronson. He can still put Bronson Fiend show number one. Oh, <laughs> He's not oh. He's still in the running. I see your loophole here. I was going to send some cops to your house to check yeah. you out. <laughs> He's sick. Yeah. He's got He's the wrong. He's serious. Got the I'm serious. Right He's perfect strangers. Opinion. He likes full house. Something is so wrong. All right, Mark, what was your three? I'm going to say Girl Meets World um, because well, I, this is the most consistent from, I talked about it when we, we discussed the episode, from the original series. You This just felt like Boy Meets World, just with them all older in fact even even like he doesn't even look that much older you know like Tanga and him, they look like exactly look the, the same, same as, right as and he kind of acts the same but he doesn't even act like a dad he just acts yeah. like just you know a buddy Spaz. of the girl right you know which, yeah which once again that's like kind of like a kid's uh thing where you're like your parents are goofballs and you know they, sometimes you want to be more friends than anything else and you don't want them to put your foot down type of thing so this was very very close to what we've seen uh and I like per- certain parts of it. Kind of like I always put Boy Meets World kind of around this middle part. Um, mm, so sure. I feel like why break tradition? So let's go with Girl Meets World, number three. I have it in there as well. Number three, Girl Meets World. Just because 
you know, it's a decent episode of Boy Meets World. It's a, it's a number three Boy Meets World episode that happens a lot on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I would plot, put it at number plot's two. Plot's a little weak. Jokes are okay. You know, that kind of thing. You put it at number two? Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, it's um, okay. It's, yeah, I, I, I thought it was a pretty good episode of television. Yeah. It was a good sitcom for kids that pointed fingers and said, remember this without being terrible at it. Like, that is kind of how his dad was. Yeah. They were, you know, his dad didn't come in and say catchphrases or anything. He just sort of acted the way his dad acted. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just think it was a good episode of television and a pretty good callback to something I like, mostly. Also, the actress who played uh, Maya, I thought was particularly good. I thought she was very, like, good mannerisms, yeah. good facial expressions. I thought she was very, very talented. I think the actress who plays Riley is in something now. Oh, yeah. One of the new hot shows. I forget which oh, show good. it is. But I'm glad they're still she's going. Probably she's still working. <laughs> What's she's the show you for- guys... Uh, Always talk about the Canadian soap opera. Degrassi. Degrassi. They got to they gotta remake that. Uh, that they already Degrassi did. was the remake. Yeah, right. <laughs> what? Yes, it was the the original was called Degrassi Junior High. Hold up, you're gonna get a three course credit on that. You're gonna get a three credit course on this. It was Degrassi Junior High, and then it became Degrassi: The Next Generation. And oh. Degrassi Junior High only ran for like two years, I think. Okay. Two or three years, not long. Next Generation ran like no, no shit, like fifteen. It went forever. Wow. Right. And that's when the Drake was on, and you know Drake, yeah. wheelchair Jimmy, wheelchair Jimmy. <laughs> I have that which, T-shirt, which he owns up to, which I love. I think he, no, of he's, course you have to. Yeah, yeah. Wheelchair Jimmy. Except if I ever had a, any you... discussion with him, I'd be like, "Remember that episode where your penis didn't work?" That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was first I, question. I don't believe Drake? it is anymore, but that was the I believe the original name of the Drake yeah. Reddit, right? Yeah, wheelchair Jimmy. Wheelchair Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> wow. What's with your PP? Does that work now? That, I hope so. Hello, Drake. What's with your PP? Hi, uh, Drake. This is Mark from the uh, Washington Post. Uh, from the from the TGIF podcast. Uh, oh yeah, I, I know you guys. Oh, yeah. oh I'm from oh, those guys. Yeah, right. Good take on Urkel. Hello. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, number two. Or did I say number? Yeah, number two. Yeah, I said number two. Sorry, Sorry. number two, Mark. Uh, leftovers. Um, I I really want to watch more. I really it it did the right job of hooking me in, and like this we were talking about the premise is excellent. The Marklin Baker thing I love as a throwaway joke that they turned into another episode. I think that in itself is very clever, um, and the writing just seems excellent. So I, I it was also an episode we talked about. Sometimes we watch TJF episodes where it just flies by. I felt like I started watching this and then it ended. I'm like, oh shit, I'll go to the next episode now, but I can't. I have to actually start right. from the beginning at this point so um flew by really interesting obviously great acting or throughout so yeah uh i also have leftovers too just wow. uh, just the um there's a couple moments in there that are i mean it's out of context that's probably the main reason it's not number one <laughs> but like the wu-tang <laughs> yeah, right, thing, right. the trampoline and the weird dude who falls out of the tower like <laughs> I do like those things about it a lot. Mm. Not sure I can get down with all the, <laughs> I don't want to tap into my emotions so much <laughs> right now, but I, I understand that that's good acting and it's a good show, but it's just like, oh, I don't really want to live in that world right now, but I do like the world where like false prophets are yeah. to make, made to look stupid. I, I do like all that. So it's worth watching eventually, but given the current 
world. I, I just, yeah, I get it. Right. Like it's, it's almost too on it's, the nose at this point. It yeah. seemed very 10 years ago when it came out. And now we just brush now it aside. It's like, yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> I'm feeling it. Yeah. <laughs> it shows already almost 10 years old. Holy shit. That's crazy. It's crazy. I think it is. I think yeah. it wow. is nuts all right so leftovers are number two for us number yeah, one so, oh it's sabrina unanimous. for all of us yeah sabrina sabrina the terrifying tales sweep it i fucking loved it i really like, honestly good. i'm i loved it i just i love the imagery i love the art i love the i liked her dancing at the beginning i thought that was like a cool yeah. little moment the music is great the acting is good i man great show i honestly am on your boat i think mark i, I if i I really do think I would watch more of this. I really do think I would. Yeah, I kind of want to watch more of this. I don't know when that will fall or when it will happen. It'll probably be one like night when I'm impaired and I'm like, I don't know what to do. Let me watch nine episodes of Sabrina now (laughs) on one shot. But I do think I will revisit this at some point. It's that good. I I could see myself watching it. Again, I don't watch much television. Like every now and then I watch... I watch wrestling and sure, I watch the Righteous sure. Gemstones and that's about yeah. it. <laughs> that's funny. My wife watches that and loves it. I've oh, heard I it's good. I've heard it's, it's very good. She loves it. It's my favorite Danny McBride creation. Really? By far. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, Goodman, I'm sure is amazing in it. He's, he's right. almost he's in everything sure. he does. He's right. tremendous. What's the plot? It's like a church and he. Yeah, it's like a mega church, like a, like a Billy money. Graham type style, but yeah. Billy Graham's kids are all idiots. Right. <laughs> Which is just funny. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Right. Great idea. It's, I mean, it's just that it's that Danny McBride humor. Somebody right, who right. is stupid, but also very full of themselves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Un- un- unbelievably full. Of right. Unwaveringly yeah, right, right. confident in themselves. <laughs> no matter what happens. Despite all, all lack of talent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No matter wh- how many times he gets down, he's still so confident. Right. Um, okay. That's it. Yeah. You did it. Sabrina. That was fun. Go that watch was, Sabrina the yeah. Terrifying Tales. It was just a nice little. I kind of you know, like the ones that we had continuations of. It was cool to see them as adults. I like the different spins on the other one. The other mm-hmm. one that really didn't land was making the band, and maybe that was because we only watched like you know yeah. a weird episode. Of we it, basically so. watched a random episode for yeah, a random right. season. Right. right. It didn't really explain anything well, but yeah. I think Sabrina the reboot proves you can you can reboot something if sure. you take some ideas and like. Put a spin as on long it, as long different. as you're not too beholden to the past, mm-hmm. like not, not that I think it's... these people exist, but if right. I was a hardcore Sabrina the Teenage Witch fan, right? This is a stark contrast to that. Oh Anything I would have loved about the original one, the jokes, right. the world, the magic, how frivolous the magic is, Salem, sure. the funny talking sure. cat, it's all gone, right? It's there, it's all Naples. gone. But it still does have like, oh, she, but she dances. Like it has mm-hmm. little bits in there of like, oh, yeah. I just, little... If I cared about Sabrina, I could be upset by this. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I could see. But that. I'm also the kind of guy who just like, I just don't want everything to be so fucking dark. Like right. I don't need Batman to kill people. Like I'm okay right. with Batman being a little bit silly. We have made it to yeah. the next yeah. episode, which will be, Greg. Yes. Oh, now, here's the it's thing time I'm, to shine. I, I was I was going to secretly do this to you, but I, I don't think I can. I was just going to pick the five to be continued episodes <laughs> so, <laughs> to stealth make you watch ten. Oh. That would have been awesome. 
Um, but I will not do that because that uh, will then exclude two of my favorite episodes. Okay. However, okay. I am, I'm probably making you watch two to be continued. Episodes <laughs> That's okay. Because one That's is fine. really wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're perfect strangers, baby. I finally oh. get to show you the Bibby Babka's my favorite episode of television of all time. The five episodes you love the most of perfect yep. strangers yeah i think yeah. Gonna be I've, I've been, I've been boning up but here's what, i'm about to drop some knowledge on you guys i'm okay. on season seven right now mm. losing steam really yes for the first time i watched an episode the other day and it was actually ironically a to be continued episode mm-hmm. and i i was just like you know what i'll save the i'll save the second half for later wow. it was an actual bad episode of perfect strangers hey, but like isn't season seven the end isn't that the last no season? i think there's an eighth season okay but you know you're at the you're at the tail end so that makes the tail sense. end for sure yeah, and yeah, they're yeah. definitely running out of steam and they're definitely leaning into like larry did larry kind of had a catchphrase at the beginning but now he like says his catchphrase many times and like larry was never the catchphrase yeah guy. right right um so but i'll I, we could i, I don't want to ruin it but i'll tell you another little secret thing i've really been enjoying is how desensitized Jennifer gets over the course of the series. <laughs> yeah. Like I love in that. the beginning episode, she was just as shocked as everyone else when things were happening. And now that I'm in season seven and eight, like she'll be like, what'd you do now? <laughs> yeah. It's hysterical. <laughs> it's my life. My life yeah. is insane. That's character like, development though. That's it, perfect. It's uh, weird and it's super subtle and I'm loving it. So yeah. I've, I think I've got the five picked out. Okay. Um, some are really wonderful. Uh, I almost I'm assuming a bad they're all episode wonderful. just to show you a bad episode, but I won't. No, no. Let's start. I want the best ones that you've seen. Yeah. I, I'm sure I've seen them too, and it'll be bring back a lot of memories for me. So that's good. Mm. Yeah, and I also almost picked a Carl Winslow episode, <laughs> um, but oh. it's actually not that great an episode, and I didn't. Okay. So you, you got to pick the best ones. Yeah, yeah. Right? your favorites right. definitely. Okay, I'm very much looking forward cool. to that. I, I can't watched- wait. I, I watched Perfect Strangers it. last night. I put it on. And I fell asleep to it. Nice. So like, just yeah. to get the uh, get the juices flowing for the TJF pod. I got to fall yeah. asleep to this. Uh, all right. Time for plugs before we get out of here. All right. I'm plugging this time. Plug. This is real. Go for it. We got this a, is real. We got, we got a pot alert. Uh, uh, Hot boys. Get the blimps. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. Within the next month. Yep. I love how you have to caveat your plug every time. Yeah, right. <laughs> New WCWTF episode, yes, baby. Absolutely. Coming to your iTunes, hitting it, your ears, invigorating your spirits. If it doesn't happen, you have to eat. No, it's going to happen. Cereal with set shrimp a date, in it. Ryan. God damn. I'm not eating my shrimp cereal. You're shrimp cereal. I'm not eating shrimp it cereal, Topanga. It's <laughs> happening. It's happening. Oh, God. Like it's going to happen. So- we're so pumped about this going into like the worst pay-per-view. The last one, really. Is it Sin? Is this one it Sin? It is Sin. It's Sin. Yeah, but this isn't the last one. No, no, There's no. one more after it's this. It's the last pay-per-view we're going to do, though. Mark, plug, plug the other half of our Listen, Mark, podcast. This is Megastar Mark. Follow me at, Megas- at WCWTF Podcast. Uh, that's our... That's our great Twitter account that we have with our imaginary podcast where I go through old WCW wrestling merchandise. Uh, I've had shocking amounts of interaction with actual people. Mark's had Kevin a hell Nash, of a week. Right? We got two Kevin big bangers responding to us. Kevin Nash interacting. Michael Buffer interacting with us. 
about his toy. Yeah. So I got some more. I found another toy uh, that I'm really interested in. I'll probably put that out a couple of days. Even if you don't like wrestling, it's still a really fun follow just to read all the interactions and read people's nostalgia and see some really goofy ass merchandise. So uh, give us a follow at WCWTF podcast. Eventually there'll be a post talking about how we're recording an episode. Um, hopefully within the next week, two weeks, three Should weeks. Should be next Wednesday yes. or Thursday. Here's, here's the hope. Here's okay. Brian, what do you got? I want to say first that Sometimes you post things on there that are bad merch, and I'm like, oh, I would buy that. <laughs> I know. If that was reasonably priced. <laughs> yeah. I think I would yep. buy that. Yep. Like the Michael Buffer action figure. If I saw that for like three bucks somewhere or saw that like yep. just at a garage sale, I would buy the Michael Buffer action figure. You you can bet your ass I would buy that. I got a really <laughs> good Barry Wyndham action figure coming up. <laughs> so excited to do- drop that one. We'll uh, Dobber? <laughs> Dob- oh, no, coach. Oh, no. <laughs> Okay, I also have a podcast besides this one. It's Nation of Conversation. You can go on there. We're getting ready for the Royal Rumble, a wrestling mm. uh, tradition unlike any other. So uh, that's one we have a lot of fun with. We make all our prop bets of who lasts the longest, that's who fun. the, you know, the shortest yeah, or all that cool. kind of shit. So we'll be doing that and other goofy, goofy stuff on there and, uh, and all that fun stuff. So you can follow that at Nation Pod if you want to. All right, uh, next up for the TJF pod, it's Perfect Strangers top five episodes that Greg picks. Woo! Oh, I'm so excited. When are we going to see this list? I'm curious. Is it yeah. coming in the next um, teased it to couple us in weeks? Yeah. So, yeah, probably a week or so. I'd like to finish out this season. And I actually like to watch season one and two again because mm-hmm. I haven't, I didn't pay attention when I was doing it. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure I didn't miss any good ones. Sure. I like how you're literally rewatching every single one. Yeah, that's yeah. dedication, man. I can't that wait. I really am you know, dedication. What's really standing out to me is we you have very specifically mentioned an episode with them in a piano, and I haven't <laughs> seen that episode on huh. this watch through. So I don't know where it is or something. So I got to find it. They're moving uh, somebody into an apartment building, and they, the whole episode is them carrying a piano up flights of stairs. Yeah, it sounds like an that. early season, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like a season one or two? Like that, that to me it, starts. It's very probably early. a season two thing because that's where we watch, and I think it probably just played another one. That's my guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's my so, guess. Yeah, there's but... definitely some I haven't seen. I want to make sure I don't miss them. Okay, that's coming up next. I'm very excited. You can also follow us on uh, YouTube. We'll be putting posting some things yes. up there. You can find the Topanga's lovers. You can find Greg's dad. You can. <laughs> all kinds of he's actually the original sweet lou the original yeah, sweet the original is still my favorite that's so. so good that's all on there i showed it to my uh... wife for the first time and she burst out laughing she was <laughs> and she was a big Sync fan so she knew who he was <laughs> <laughs> that's all on our youtube it's tjf pod on youtube and it's on our twitter too it's pinned on there so you can find it so check all that stuff out we'll see you next month with perfect strangers yeah. you can watch perfect strangers on Amazon Prime, it's is that right? Free on Prime. Yeah. Yep. Free on Prime with ads, though. Check it out. Yeah, but they're short ads. It's like one it's, ad it's break. It's not a lot of ads. Right. All right. That's it. Peace cool. out. See ya. Bye.